Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. How is everybody doing today on this fine Tuesday afternoon? Very good. I have a yeah. flight tomorrow at <gasps> 3 p.m. Ooh. Where are you going? I'm going to be going to see my parents for the first time in like two years Damn. in Washington. Washington Ooh. for thanks. State? Yeah, state. Ah, nice. It's a long-ass flight. I think so. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice up there. Does anybody have a pirate fact for us or a seafaring-related topic? Nick, I know you've got one in the chamber. No, I haven't, actually. Um, I'm trying to that think That was a of meme one. topic. If you you know, we've we've stated all the seafaring <laughs> facts. I looked it up. There's no more seafaring facts. Yeah, I think we've there. got them all. Oh. Well, that's it. I kind of have one, but it's not like a because I watched the show a while ago, a few weeks ago. Mm. So I'll give you a sketchy one. Um, uh -huh. I actually didn't know, but a lot of the pirates that you saw were actually by the crown. Um, kind of when Christopher Columbus came over, there was a lot of pirating that was sanctioned by the crown, and I can't remember the name, but they were called something. Um, privateers. Yeah, privateers. Yeah, and then once. Uh, I think it was Spain and England. Spain was like, hey, you got to stop this shit. And England was like, all right, sure. Um, the privateers had to stop privateering. However, Spanish ships kept attacking English ships because the privateers were hella pissed off. Um, I don't remember the TV show that I was watching. I thought that was cool. I didn't know that uh, I didn't know the UK did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a piracy. That's, that's a pirate fact. That's close enough. Yeah. No, take, take a three and a half percent. That's great. I swear to God, right? I gave this fucking fact in like week 10 and got 2% for it. I'm like, I watched the video. I didn't want XP. I just got it, right? I mean, I'm taking it though. You take it. Yeah, that's fine. Obviously, I mean, if Neil's forgotten. Most of the viewers probably have to, so it's still we can, we can, it, right? I can start recycling facts. All right. <laughs> what if I like change the words of the fact? Is that plagiarism? You're just gonna act like you barely know the fact, and then you'll give I me mean, pity. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. If you're kind of like fumbling through it and I don't remember it, it's worth XP, hundred percent. Okay. So where last we left, the party had borrowed some glass blowing tools, just borrowed them, um, and made your way to Crob Strait, where you saw the destruction wrought by the goblins, the town overrun, the goblin village in full swing, and across the strait in Crob Town proper, um, there have been an increase in militarism. And you guys Not fucked right off. We witnessed a beautiful revolution from native people of this homeland <laughs> taking back their home from the invaders. Okay? We witnessed something, yeah, we witnessed something beautiful here. Independence Day has yes, been founded. The good guys it's, called won. it's called decolonization. Yeah. Ah, right. Decolonization Day. Love it. Mm -hmm. Please mark that down. I want to visit when the goblins are celebrating their freedom. Mm -hmm. Come back next year and you can. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Might even have like a little Nilrim statue. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would be the one getting the statue. I lived among the goblins. Okay? You did. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's true. That is true. Yeah. Well, you left Crob Strait in Crob Town, made your way over here past this sort of like desolate island and into the island complex. 
known as Monsher. Um, and the text is a little small, so I can't read it from here, but yeah, you would can be good. see... You know, how we got, you know how we got a little handout of the first island and it was like a blown up map? Mm-hmm, yeah. Can we do that for this? Absolutely. I am I'll going be, well, to... Well, just because there's a lot of detail on here that currently zoom in far enough on. Yeah, I'm realizing that now. So I'm going to... While we, we talk, I'll prepare that. Um, does anyone remember exactly the last thing I told you before we, we went off? What was the last thing we saw? I think you were just describing what we saw. I think maybe... I feel like you were describing this mountain range on the southernmost island. I can't remember exactly mm -hmm. what I think about. about a keep at the very top of this mountain? Okay, know. cool. So as you come on in, there is... It's port something, but it's too damn small for me to read. Port what is it? Something like that. Sespa? I think port? it was like Sether. Let me open port up something. my... My original map that has all the details. Dardens. As you approach this, this proper town out here, you notice that there are a whole bunch of ships out in front of it. Um, more ships than you would normally have just like hanging out in front of a town. They're all like anchored out off of the dock. The dock itself is completely full of ships. and There's no extra room to bring your boat up. And there's maybe 15 other vessels of significant size, not just like little fishing boats cruising around that are all anchored right off of this port. Um, in fact, some of these ships, most of these ships have been pushed together close enough that they must be even tied together in sort of like a, a semi flotilla state. Um, all sort of anchored next to one another. Well, I mean, in we... the docks. Excuse me. Did you did you say they're in the docks? Like they're like right. Yeah, they're in the dock area. Um, but the dock itself has too much shit attached to it for gotcha. them to fit these other ships. Okay. I think since we clearly don't want to dock at the actual dock, right? This unique set of islands here offers us an opportunity where we don't even have to land on that island where the main dock is. Like, why don't we try and... Like, this first island we see here that has sort of the three huts and then the weird raised mountain area with the circular pool in the center. Do you see what I mean? This first one. Mm -hmm. I see. Why not try and, try and land at one of these villages and we can kind of scout out what the hell's going on from there? A great idea, Captain Winners. Ah, thank you, Nolan. So that's uh, two votes from me. Well, one for me, one for the monkey, one from Nilrim. Well, the monkey doesn't get a vote. Let's not have this. Well, of course. Wait, wait. Seymour is. A, we discussed this. Seymour is a crew member, a fully yeah. fledged crew member, just like anyone else. Seymour How do you know? How do you know what he voted for, though? I feel. Captain, I will allow Seymour to have a vote when you get speak with animals and you can have a conversation with them, not just have a feeling. Okay. I, okay. to just because you can't understand the monkey's, you know, intonations and sign language doesn't mean that I can't. Are you saying the captain would lie? Yeah. In in this particular area, I am questioning the captain's honesty. All right, well, fine, but I'll prove to you that Seymour knows what's going on, and he has a vote. But for now, fine. But uh, that's still two votes. Sail. Archie. Hello. I'm always Hello. with you, Captain. All right, I already get I, I already get two votes anyway because Archie always agrees with me. 
<laughs> you, yeah, you can't give yourself a third blade. The, Hang on a moment. <laughs> you can't give yourself a super majority. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have sailed up here. You've seen this little village off to the side. You've seen this like desolate, empty island right here. Um, and there is that Port Jasper where you see all of these boats just like hanging out off of the dock. Some of them strapped together, some of them sort of independent, the actual dock itself overrun. You'll notice that Port Jasper has this big mountain range to the south of it and like a full wall that must stretch for like two or three miles that blocks off the, the top of the peninsula from the southern section of the island. This must have been a huge feat of engineering to build a good like 30-foot wall that stretches for a few miles. This must have taken, like, generations of toil or yeah. great magics to do. This is a cool place. There's, like, a keep. There's this massive wall. There's all sorts of interesting stuff here. All sorts of interesting people who will try and kill us, as usual. And we can then kill and um, take that, thanks. Um, but, yeah, I think, Neil, let's... We, we're coming in. You know, we're coming in towards the sort of this way and then we see all the boats and let's just dive out and yeah i guess go and park in this little village here sure um little village is on the coast you can sail your ship right up next to the village if you want and beat your ship there um or no, maybe think, do it you know, a few miles down I'm, the coast I'm, so I'm, they don't see your yeah, rowers or two down the road yeah okay um just for reference you want to be uh, a mile or two to the east or a mile or two to the west you know uh, do you want to Come up this way, let's, or you want I to come up this get way? I'll look at the desolate place. So let's sail in through the straits a little bit and then move over to the left, yeah. Okay, like that. Not a problem. The one, the, the one thing, Captain, if, if we sail on the east side, uh, if there are ships that patrol the islands, we will have to put the boat in uh, Nilrum's bottle thing. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean. Uh, just I, so you know. Nilrum, can you cast that every time we need it? Uh, it has material components, Captain, so we would... I believe that we have one more casting available, but um, we're going to need some more copper wire if we want to cast this after this one casting. I feel like we're more likely to get found if we park the boat between the two villages than if we park it off to the side. Hopefully we can find some foliage or something to hide in. So you don't so want to pass it here? Yeah, no, I think let's save it for now. I feel like we're going to do some exploring here, so maybe we can... You know, if we can save it, I think we should. Okay. So you're going to park... Spell, I mean, you make the decision. But yeah. Where are you going to beach? Well, I think... Where would my 18-int character think is the best place for us to beach and not get found? You know, um... we, come down... we come down this way, Neil. And once I'm more than a mile past the village, if I mm -hmm. see anything that I think I could use to hide the boat... So maybe that's like thick bushes, mm -hmm. or maybe it's like a rock formation that I could drag it behind. No, no, it's a pretty open coastline uh, that you could see on both sides. So, Nilrum, if you're want looking for like the logistically most sound place to not be seen, it's going to be on the west side, just as Sail had to uh, mentioned. Because okay. it's possible that someone could come down here and then out like this, and if you're just around the point, the only time someone would see okay. you is if they're coming this way. Okay. okay, well, let's do a loop then. Mm -hmm. We've already passed it, right? We yeah, you've come up this place. way. 
you scout yeah. through here you come out this way you'll notice a small little watchtower along the coast and deep within beyond the forest you can see the rising parapets of some sort of fortress way way deep in this island nestled between two large mountain ranges um, and then you can keep going around the outside, spot this tall mountain here, another little village, a river, big forest, and eventually you can throw your boat here. This Does little the infrastructure cove. of this island remind me of, uh, like, Rangoon, like one of the inner islands? Does mm -mm. it seem, like, incredible? Okay. No, no, no. Um, this, we're, this, we're at now. This island Sorry. right here that you're taking a look at is the, these little houses are small, like mud brick shacks or wooden shacks. Um, the infrastructure here is kind of crap. You saw Port Jasper and its large wall, and that large wall looked like it could be some like Midlands or Inner Island structure. That was probably yeah. built by the White Prince when you look at it and you assess what sort of power it would take to create such a, a great thing. Um, but this stuff over here is just, you know, Pudunk little fishing villages. These three are the largest ones that you see, but there are other little tiny ones scattered all over the island as well. Uh, but you... you um, mm -hmm. Describe the Wasteland Island. Yes. Have you ever been to Nevada? Mm. It essentially looks like the state of Nevada. Or, the Grand, you know... The Grand Canyon is not Nevada. Part of the Grand Canyon is in Nevada, but Grand Canyon's got too much vegetation. I'm talking like deep Nevada. I'm talking like nuclear test ground Nevada, where there's just like barren nothingness. Maybe a little bit of scrub brush here or there, but like pretty much just rocky, dirty wastelands. Not like large sand dunes, just no. dry, baked, cracked earth covered with like rolling hills and some mountains and you don't even see any water come in. There doesn't look to be any creeks. So there's clear signs that there used to be creeks or rivers or something in this area, but it's just like dead and dry. So it's pretty suspicious to me that the climate of this one island would be so drastically different to everything else here. Mm -hmm. Especially when it looks that there used to be creeks and there isn't anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe something's happened there. Um, but I didn't say anything out loud. Just while we're on it, there's a few people saying that sound levels are a bit off. Maybe we just do a double check. Uh, can I get a something from Mr. Mooton? One, two, three. One, two, three. Ooh, can you boost your mic a little? Um, Potato McWhiskey. One, two, three. One, two, three. Greenzerg? One, two, three. One, two, three. Pokemon challenges. Well, one, two, three. One, two, three. I think it's just Mooton. All right, I boosted. One, two, three. One, two, three. Sounds better. Sounds better. If you can go a little go higher, higher, that'd be great. Like. Yeah, a little bit more. All right, one, two, three, one, two, three. Oh, there we go. Okay, thanks, guys. That's beautiful. Um, so just, you know, sad, empty wastelands. Yeah. Doesn't look okay, like there's well, any life there of any kind, shape, or form. If the White Prince did something to it, we'll find out in one of these villages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and soon you find yourself pulling up on the shore next to this little village. Well, it's a large village, little town. Um, there is some amount of interest as your boat clearly, you know, you came around, you went all the way around the island, and now you're pulling up a few miles down shore. And people can see what you're, you're doing from their little peninsula village here. And as you pull the boat up to shore, um, there is a small catamaran with a couple of people on it who leave the island and or leave the little village and start making their way in your direction. 
Um, they'll arrive near you right around the time that you're like finishing pulling the boat onto shore um, in a nice secure situation right near the high tide line so you won't get like washed away but it also won't be a huge pain in the ass to pull off again and i look at nilrim as we see these people and say less likely to be spotted here are we uh yeah but they're boats ah i look at the boat clearly coming towards us no it's people um, walking right you said no, there's a catamaran there. yeah it's a catamaran that left this village <clears throat> and then oh, came oh. down here mm -hmm. okay well we pull the boat we gotta deal with it now um mm -hmm. i guess we pull the boat onto the shore and uh all right, quickly get the get the drums in the bag. Archie, get that. I'll uh, I jump out the boat and sort of clean myself down a little bit and walk towards the shore where it looks like they're pulling up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pull up the shore very near to you, and uh, there are four people on this little catamaran. Two, three, four. Uh, two young women, two middle-aged men, and they all sort of like run over to you in an excited manner. Um, yipping, yelling, giving out little like cries of excitement as they arrive near you. The first person, yeah, your language, yeah. The first person that arrives goes, "Hi, welcome to the island. What the hell are you guys doing way over here? Town's that way." Yeah, sure. We're just uh, stopping by, get the lay of the lands. But mm -hmm. I look back at the rest of the party, back at these people. You all seem very excited. Well, if you're the first, if you are here to trade, let me be the first one to bring trade offers to you. Hey, this is this is the village of Barbo. What do you have? And he like starts making a, a walk towards your boat as if he wants to like you know pull up and look in to see what goods you've brought for trade. Ah, uh, you know we're uh, we're not really selling; we're more buying. Ah, uh, he stops on his approach, looks back at you. Really? No, nothing for yeah. sale. Well, oh. you know, we've got, we have things. What kind of stuff are you looking for? He gives a shrug. You know, usually we got to go to Port Jasper to get any trade goods. It's exciting when a boat uh, ditches normal customs and traditions and comes directly to us. You get that. Well, uh, my crew here, I say motioning for everyone to come up towards me. And I. Uh, really, we've been sailing a long time. We're looking somewhere to get a drink, somewhere to rest. Maybe learn some more about the uh, local region. Happy to pay coin. Well, I'm sure we can find some rooms to put you in for the night. Some some people here would be more than happy to put up a, a strange traveler for an evening. We don't have what you would know as typical inns or taverns, uh, but we're we're friendly folk. Especially if you're here to do business, he says, looking you know hopeful. What is this small island's uh, main? piece of trade well uh fur mostly if you have to be very if we wanted to narrow it down to one thing that we do here it would be fur and he jabs a thumb towards the the forest behind him we've got a lot of creatures in there big furry beasts you know bears uh wild boars we got a bunch of foxes around these areas too um some other interesting things there's some weasels out there some the, the weasel coats, or not coats, uh, scarves that we make here. We sell to the people in Port Jasper who then take them far over the sea and sell them to people in far off lands, some sort of vast continent to the west, uh, to the east, where apparently they need scarves all the time. It's be cold. Mm hmm. Not here. 
Nice temperature. Say, uh, there's no goblins in these woods, are there? We just nope. passed the island before, and some nasty scenes over there. It's brow furrows. Yeah. We heard Captain Starbuck destroyed the place. Ugh. That is that is name Starbuck. Mm-hmm. Pirate captain, named Starbuck. It's been seen over near Swaplandia. <sighs> Must have been the one to to decimate the Crab Strait as well. Um, they've been holding all the traffic in, in Port Jasper until they can go do something about the pirate. It's not quite safe to travel further east at this point in time. He's not held up around here, is he? No, 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 no. A couple islands east, um, near Swamplandia. All right. Well, uh, about that that drink, the, something to eat? Maybe we can talk more. He looks, on, you know, the couple miles back to town. You are sure you don't want to put in closer to the village? Save yourself a long walk. We've been at sea for a long time. Let's stretch our legs. Better to be safe here, right? Okay. Uh, they will hop back in their catamaran and sail back to the village so they can all, you know, they can get their ship back there and they'll just beat you there and wait for you there. So you get a little, like an hour walk, just the four of you on your way to the village. Uh, how does this... How does it sit that this Captain Starbuck guy is taking credit for, or at least being assigned credit for your actions? Is this a, a good thing that no one has you on their radar? Or is this a bad thing that you are not even, you know, a known force to be reckoned with? Do you like working from the shadows or do you want that pirate reputation of being feared? What did he get credit for? I misheard. The Goblins. Goblins oh, and straight. Mm -hmm. And apparently um, doing some sort of piracy in a, an island that you haven't been to yet? That one he probably actually did. I'm probably okay feel. with it. Sale doesn't feel too good about it. It's like, I've worked hard on that rebellion. Mm. And we don't even, they don't even give credit to the right crew member, even to the captain. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I feel pretty happy about it. I'd rather not be associated with that. And I think mm. uh, the last, the whole point of coming down here was to go somewhere where our name isn't so easily um, tarnished, where we're not mm. known. So the fact that we've somehow managed to get away with that, without being associated with that, I think is quite good. What about you, Archie? You've worked hard to become the Crimson Fists. You've started to build a name for yourself, you know? Yeah. What's the question? I'm sorry. How do you feel about other people uh, taking credit for your actions and being a uh, yeah. just like an unknown entity once again? Just a nameless oh, sailor. Oh, Archie is not okay with this whatsoever. He's mm. a fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. um, he's kind of slow to make the connection because like, I think in his mind it's just like that other people are doing this shit as well. He doesn't quite connect that. But um, there is a the, the the idea of someone stealing those achievements from him is really 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 bothers him because he's the crimson fist man mm -hmm. it's his thing mm -hmm. he's gonna steal that from him. him yeah well on your walk to the village of Barbo conversation naturally comes up about piracy and about taking other ships and you've talked about taking other ships before. Um, and one of the repu one of the 
the well-known traditions of piracy is to make a name for yourself so that when you attack another ship, either the, the people will willingly surrender their loot so you don't have to fight them, um, or to, you know, at least be imposing enough that people will be properly afraid of you. Um, but that's not a route y'all have taken at this point in time. Really? Um, well, you know. Do we tie a guy up and publicly beat his head into a bloody pulp whilst screaming the name of our That is true. But you have one, like, good incident behind you on one island. Mm. But it doesn't appear that you're a known, like... You know, your ship does, doesn't have a famous name. The captain of that ship isn't necessarily famous. You don't have, like, a flag of your own that you could fly to signify to people that it's the, you know... The, I don't, the... I, my personal view is that we're not in a position, really, to challenge the authorities mm. at any point. I feel like if we draw enough attention that a big target gets painted on our back, it's only a matter of time before we get destroyed. So I think we need to remain in at least somewhat in the shadows for a while until we're stronger and more well-established. Well, I mean, I feel pretty strong. I can call lightning from the sky. Mm. That's true, I... but uh, so can the White Prince. Yeah, but when I do it, it's purple, so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, yeah. Um, but, Captain, surely pirates operate all over these islands. We could I'm sure. probably make a bit of a name for ourselves, no? I'm sure. I mean, I think we have up north. There's wanted posters with our faces all around. I think it's okay that down here we're a little bit less well-known. We can uh, bide our time a little bit. We can blend in with the locals a little bit more. Make sure to, when we find the right heist, we can plan it. We can pick the right moments. Whereas places where we're known, we're kind of forced into action pretty quickly. I suppose. It is actually really unsettling to be on an island where people greeted us happily i almost killed them um i know i, I my hand I was just... reflexively going for my rapier yeah strange but i'd hazard a bet that uh that poor jasper over there if they've attributed what we did to starbuck i wonder if they've got some sort of visual description of our ship or of ourselves they might think it's starbuck now but if we turned up and they got a good look at us maybe they'd realize their mistake i think they'll realize that i think they'll realize their mistake when they see the crimson fist in action captain mm. yeah well let's uh we can have some fun on these outer islands here but if we do manage to make our way to port jasper let's just keep our behavior civil i say looking to nilrim and archie don't go around shouting about who we are in the pub if it can be avoided please All right but we no made problem. so much money last archie time. What, what, what are the big names again? Uh, Yo, uh, Barchi. Yep, Barchi, got it. Archie, Captain yeah. Waterford? I'm Water Captain Waterford. Nilrim, you're Malin. And Sail, you're Darrow. 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 I, yeah, I picked that one. That's a good name. That's right, it. Okay. Right. okay. The story is here. We're stocking up on exotic items to go back to Eridon. Okay, so we're perusing the local merchants. That's why we're going to each of the islands. Check things out. Wait. Where is Eridon? I, I, if I'm going somewhere, I should probably know a bit about it. It's where we came from. It's, yeah, it's where you came from. Redbolt oh. is in Eridon. Yeah. <laughs> For the sea too long. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's been a long few months. All right. The party soon makes their way into the village. 
Um, and there are a couple villagers around who are kind of excited to see you. Um, they come up to you with, like, fried fish on long wooden sticks. They bring you um, battered chicken. They, they have, like, watermelon slices. No, 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 no. I mean, they, they offer you food. Um, oh, and then so as soon as someone takes a bite or, like, grabs for one, they, like, hold they out their, their hand, hand out. for money. Yeah. yeah. These motherfuckers. That's yeah. fine. We can afford a few coins for food. I'll pay for people's food, Neil. How much are we talking now? Oh, we're talking... If everyone grabs some food, it's like 10 silver. It's kind yeah, of an expensive right. meal. But there's four of you, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff being passed around, and beer gets brought out pretty quickly, and before you know it, you've shilled out 10 silver for food and drinks amongst your crew. That's fine. All right. I mean, I, I want to just chill here. I want to ask some questions about what's going on in these islands, so maybe we can just roleplay it for a bit. Yeah. But I will, I'll just, you know, I take one of these skews of fried fish, I get some beer, I hand a beer to Archie, I get another one, I hand it to Sale, I get another one, I hand it to Nalrim, I take one for myself. Cheers mm -hmm. to a journey well made and uh, a welcome arrival. And I uh, put the cheers up to the group and to the rest of the people around us. All right. I reluctantly cheers with the captain. I'll pour his drink on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Always causing trouble. I mutter under my breath. That's his culture, Captain. And I'll wink at Milram. I'll look at the villagers. <clears throat> Seems like you're trying to swindle us. You come to us with all this, all these, what I thought were gifts, and then you ask us for a handout? I won't be partaking in any of this. Give my captain his few silver back for mine. Milram, eat the dumb food. Uh, Merlin, eat the <laughs> dumb food. Um... <laughs> These people are being gracious. I already paid for it. I don't want my coins back. They'll almost swipe it away. Fish is overcooked, Captain. Really want to pay for this? What's wrong with you people? I'm sorry about this. <laughs> no will point out to the Captain, you know, we didn't have this problem with the goblins, he'll say. <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> Goblins? Exactly. Says one of the, I, I, the kids nearby who overheard you, um, that you didn't realize was like down at your waist. What goblins? Oh, we were attacked by goblins. <gasps> the kid like stares, mouth agape, stops in their tracks as the party moves on. Attacked by goblins. Wow, what an adventure. At least the goblins were honest with their intentions. <laughs> well, that, that, is, that part is true. They came out with a uh, weapon drawn. It was pretty obvious what was happening from the start. Hmm. We are, yeah. We tried to land on the last last island over and got attacked on the beach. The, the What's kid... your name, kid? Uh, uh, <laughs> Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Neil uh, frantically looks around. Lizzie! That's the little girl. Lizzie is what they call me. Can girls be wizards? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't know if that's like a thing in these islands, if there's like a gender thing. Nope. I, I haven't met a female wizard, so... That's true. In fact, I think all the spellcasters you've seen thus far have been men? Mm, yeah. They we, had a male, we had a female inquisitor at the last one, but... I don't think yeah. they cast They didn't cast any spells. The cleric was a dude, a man. The, the wizard was a man. Yeah, I think you've only run into male spellcasters. Except for the dead cleric. The mother of the island. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, right, so. I forgot about her. Okay. Anyway. Do your parents uh, just let you wander uh, around with randoms? Uh, 
Lizzie? She, like, reaches out, grabs someone, looks up, it's not their parent, looks around, looks around, and then sees their parents and uh, hurries off to go grab grab onto one of them, leaving you guys no, behind. Well, well, hold on. Oh, maybe not. Nilam will grab her by the wrist mm-hmm. and pull her close and be like, see how easily I could have kidnapped you right here? I can just take go you wide with fear. Boat, feed you to the oh. goblins, and then I'll let her go. <laughs> she bolts and flees in terror. Well done. Scout that little girl right well. Uh... Taught her a lesson, Captain. Uh-huh. Yeah, she won't be messing with us again. She... And not. <laughs> she won't be. No. <laughs> um, I want to go and ask some of the villagers some questions. Sure. About, about Jasper and the surrounding islands. So I will... Uh, I go out to go and like, get a refill on my drink from one of the the people who brought me a drink before. Mm-hmm. Hey there. Uh, couldn't get a refill, could I? I say yeah. offering the empty mug. Yes, uh, your mug will be picked up and filled quickly and handed back to you. The, what would you call this person? Not quite a bartender, but the vendor, let's do it, um, smiles at you, Chris. asks you what your business is in town. I um, I take the drink and I uh, hand her like three silver coins. Mm-hmm. And I'll say... Um, you know, we're, we're scouting the place out. We're, we're traders from Arcadia. Looking to uh, see what kind of items get produced around the outer rim here. Say, so there's uh, all sorts of ships out there in the main port. What's going on over there? That all to do with the goblins? Well, goblins and the, the great pirate captain. Well, terrible pirate out there. Hanging out near the, the next two islands down the way. Stopping ships. Attacking them. Looting them. All the traffic's been stopped here until a an appropriate ship of the White Prince can come through and clear the area, make it safe for travel again. It's Captain Starbuck, right? That's what they say. What, he's, he's saying this guy's barricaded the strait? Barricaded the, the, the path? Stopping all ships? No, 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 he hasn't barricaded it. She jabs a, a finger in the direction of Port Jasper. They have. Um, the... the the, yeah, but because this Starbuck fella is looting any ships that pass him, right? Well, it's just too dangerous to fly, to sail that way. You could, anyone could be attacked and overtaken. Interesting. It's, it's for the safety of everyone. No, no, that makes sense. Well, I'm glad I'm not going that way. I must have missed him on my, my path down here. Did you come from the east? <clears throat> from the west, I mean? We did, yeah. Oh. Well, you got lucky then. I guess so. Maybe he was busy tormenting some other poor mm. Or maybe he's moved on already. Who knows what these pirate types? Murderers, all of them. Bloodthirsty. We had a pirate come here a few years back. Wasn't wasn't the the dread pirate Starbuck, but another sort of feller. Came through, sacked the whole village, burned half the, the structures, made away with all the money here. We were pretty much destitute. Near to being broken. If the countess in Port Jasper hadn't personally helped fund the reconstruction of the villages on our island here. It's nice of her. Sounds like a good countess. What did she get for it? Norm asks. What do you mean? She just did it out of her, the goodness of her heart? Were you guys her, didn't give her anything? We're her subjects. We pay her taxes and tributes as appropriate, and 
you know, she looked out for us when things got bad and when there was no hope in sight, when we all thought we were destined to be, to live destitute lives of poverty without shelter, she came through. She brought well, ships really and workers. Or doing anything. She was just getting you back to work like normal so you can pay the normal taxes. She's not some saint as you're making her out to be. I didn't see anyone else lifting a finger to help us. Nobody else gives a fuck about you because you don't pay taxes to anybody else. <laughs> no, your place worker. So, you know, the uh, as we were sailing over here, we saw that weird island. It's no, no plants there. It's completely desolate. Wow. Mm. Yeah. You should ask... Uh, you should ask the old lady about that. And she looks through the crowd until she points down the beach a little ways, maybe, you know, six or seven hundred feet up up the, the beach from you. Towards the east, there's a, a wooden, like, lawn chair stretched out on the beach with an old woman laying in it uh, with, like, a short top and a short set of pants or a short skirt, just, like, basking in the sun. Um, you can see her hair is silvery mostly with a few streaks of dark gray maybe a couple streaks of black still running through it and she is just like maybe passed out in a lawn chair in full sun on the beach she's got to be like 75 years old or something ah thanks i'll uh, yeah i'll ask her thanks for the drinks and I, uh, mm, she's the only one alive from back then yeah oh uh, yeah i turn my back on this person and want to try and gather the crew around me Mm -hmm. I'm move off to the side a little bit. Sure. Um, is before you get a chance to do that, though, everyone's like hanging out with the crew, I just, uh, with the these villagers. I do want to do a quick check in and see how everyone else is engaging with these people. We've seen Nilrum is setting the fear into people, into small children, and to vendors who are doing their best to make a living. Um, what about you, Archie? How are you interacting with the masses and throngs around you? I think Archie's chilling. Um, <clears throat> I think he's looking out for music. He wants to sing, as he always does. Um, specifically, sea shanties. Mm. Um, is, there, is there anyone playing music anything like that? Any bards? There, there are no instruments out, but you can see that there are some people who are like building a very large bonfire. They're like stacking wood nearby and they're starting to stack the, the wood for the actual fire itself. And a couple of them are going back and forth trying to work out the lyrics to a, a verse of some sort of shanty that they've got going. Do I know the song that they're trying to sing? Give me an intelligence check, Archie. Or a charisma check. Either on. one. You know, because singing is sort of like a... I can, make, I can make it up on the spot. Yeah. We'll do charisma. 16. You know, this must be a local um, track. Yeah. You haven't heard it before. It hasn't uh, dropped out in, our, yeah. in Eridon yet. Fair, fair. Uh, I guess I, I just kind of see them I, I i kind of shout at them to to get it on and then sing a shanty we're here to party <laughs> when they hear that you're here to party they like put down their firewood and they come over and say do you know the song we can't remember the sixth chorus is it you put the sailor's boot on your head 
Or is it, without sailor's boots, I'd rather be dead? I can't. Do you remember the which way it goes? Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna. I don't actually know, but I'm just gonna make it up and say that it's definitely the first one. I'm one hundred percent sure. One of the guys turns to the other and goes, I told you, you put the sailor's boot on your head. It makes far more sense than wishing that you were dead because you didn't have a sailor's boot. Obviously. And putting the boot on your head, it's like, you know, when a a pirate steps on your face, you know, it's a thing. Right? You you must know. You're a sailor. Captain, you remember this song, right? Captain Waterfront? Of course. Yeah, I remember it. Solar Rage. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh, it's, it goes how he says. You put the sailor's boot on your head. Yeah. Make your enemies wish they were dead, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right. Um, and they they begin to, you know, chat with you and sing the first couple of verses. Um, you guys are sort of unfamiliar with the song, but it's got a very simple rhythm and a simple cadence and lots of uh, easy rhyme schemes that you can pick up fairly quickly. While you're right. chatting with these sailors, I do want to check in with Sail as well. Archie is, you know, making friends. The captain is gathering information. Nilrum is berating the locals. Maybe berating's too strong of a word, but it's close enough. What are I you doing? I got to do after, after sale. Perfect. What are you doing, sale? How do you interact with uh, new people? I am hovering near the captain uncomfortably. Uh, people being friendly so far makes me very uncomfortable. I'm a little bit paranoid mm. that they're, like, I don't know, setting us up for a bad thing. Uh, like I'm only like I'm nibbling on the food and I'm kind of like sipping on the drink I'm not like eating enough mm-hmm. and I'm like kind of I'd probably be making people uncomfortable to where they wouldn't approach me because I'm kind of like like wide-eyed looking around and mm-hmm. um, giving shut down kind of body language like I don't want to talk to anyone but I am kind of hanging around near the captain yeah but that sort of reserved personality uh, on display people more or less leave you alone uh, no you had something else you wanted to do yeah, you know, what happens if someone s- steals? I'm not gonna. Nilrum's not planning on stealing. I'm just curious. Like, let's say, in this, like, uh, in the Dardens in general, under the rule of the mm-hmm. White Prince, is it mm-hmm. eye for an eye? Like, if someone steals, you cut off their hand. What are we talking? So, there is, of course, the matter of what you steal, right? Stealing a loaf of bread is different than a stealing the crown jewels, right? So, you steal a bag of gold. Are we talking stealing from a noble? From a cleric, from um, a like a, a family that has military connections, or just stealing from like a local like person, a merchant, you know, stealing from a merchant. Well, if you're caught for stealing from a merchant, you're probably looking at jail time. Um, they'll probably throw you in a dungeon for a while, and then the exact sentence is going to vary based on the the judge that hands it down. Um, could be pretty mild if they think there was some sort of justification or they don't particularly like the person you stole from or it could be pretty severe in the opposite situation you could could get anywhere from you know a few weeks to a few years for a a bag of gold unless it's from a noble the party isn't taking this seriously you know we just came on a new island only one island away we caused a goblin revolution Mm -hmm. and there are people down here who are looking for us so no one was gonna go off. He's gonna find, you know, a fifteen-year-old kid. No, not fifteen. Like a twelve-year-old. Is there any twelve-year-olds around just like chilling? Totally. Yeah. About uh, He's... quarter of the population is children. 
Um, he's gonna tr- see if he can find one, you know, kind of off on their own. Um, maybe playing with like the other kids, and he's gonna he's gonna call him over. All right, he's gonna be discreet about this. Hmm. Yeah, you call over one small child to you. It's a what did you say? A twelve-year-old is what you're looking for. Someone who isn't gonna pose Nilrum a physical threat. Totally. Yeah, you find a you know um, a young child kid. in the you know ten to twelve years old. They are all, uh, a young girl. You know, kind of quiet, off by herself, playing with some seashells, not really joining in with the uh, throng of parents and adults. Nilrum will put a uh, bag of twenty-five gold pieces. Uh, next to her and we'll say uh, here you go here's a gift take it she looks down at the bag of gold and looks back up at you she like puts a finger in to open it to see the color of the money and gasps in surprise (gasps) for me grab it and go she picks it up a little confused why want to do a good deed he smiles wryly she beams back at you with a big, warm, friendly smile of like, I just made a new friend. Does she uh, hold it in her hand? She holds the bag in one hand, the Nolan seashell in the hand, other. Raises it and yells out, thief! <laughs> um, and tries to get like people's attention. Yeah. Well, and his captain. Shouting, sure, yeah. especially thief, holding the hand of a small child like that soon enough. Um, the mass of people here to see these new travelers quickly surrounds you and the small child Um, and everyone's asking what's going on the bag off my hip I couldn't believe it I barely caught her looks are exchanged wildly one of the parents steps forward and says no not my little Greta she would never do that she's a sweet and kind soul she's not got a thievey bone in her body no one will rip the bag of gold from her hands. What kind of child are you raising here? What kind of island is this? She looks to the kid. The kid looks up with big sad eyes. She's clearly afraid and overwhelmed by the situation. Because he he gave it to me. He said it was he said it was a present. I didn't mean to. I swear. No one will scoff at her. A present? Twenty-five gold to a random child? <laughs> you came behind me and grabbed this off my hip little girl and you're just sad that you got caught you're lucky you aren't where you aren't from where i'm from in uh eridon we cut off children's hands for this the the threat of cutting off hands has a bunch of the adults in the area go whoa whoa, whoa hold on hold on now and a couple of um people try to interpose themselves like physically between you and the young girl no 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 hold on let's not start to getting talking about cutting off hands there's got to be some sort of misunderstanding here maybe she thought you was a uh, you, you were her father and she grabbed the the bag thinking she was grabbing for your hand surely that must be it oh. Archie, at this point, a little bit inebriated as well, is going to say, well, well, fine, we won't cut it off. We can just smash it, right? I'm not suggesting your hand be cut off or anything like that. I'm just saying from where I'm from, that is the penalty. Uh, I don't think that (laughs) this little girl was reaching for my hand as her father. She clearly stole the bag of gold. You all saw it in her hand as I raised it in the air. Didn't you? And I'll look for nods. There are concerned looks among the gathered villagers. The mother of the child is holding the kid behind her, outraged 
you know, full red-faced Karen here. What are you talking about? My daughter would never steal anything from anyone. She's a sweet, she's over here by herself because she's a shy kid. She doesn't have the, the gumption to do something like that. Who's your captain? Huh? You're just some, some lackey on your ship. Who's the man in charge here? Hey, hey, hey now. No need to insult my crew here. I say taking a Your crew away. is making ridiculous accusations. What's he even doing over here touching my daughter like that? He shouldn't be even getting anywhere near her. Listen, listen, listen. Calm. Calm down, lady. You're going to give yourself an aneurysm. There's uh, no need for anyone to, to worry here. I'm sure the little gal just made a mistake that she won't be making again. We'll, uh, we'll enjoy our food. We'll enjoy the rest of the night. Right, Merlin? It doesn't need to be any more trouble. I think the point's been made. I nod. I give a... Uh cold look to the lady and control your kid what in all the years i've had on this earth, i've never met someone as rude or crass as you 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 uh you bottom feeding scallywag all right that's enough i uh i go to like push this woman back at least my mother didn't raise a thief norm says dare you she's over here not because she's shy she's over here because she's an outcast she probably stole from the other kids the woman fuming, fumbling over herself as the crowd parts, and that old woman with the like short crop shirt and the short short pants who is sunbathing uh, makes her way, leaning on like a gnarled piece of um, what do you call that? The palm tree that's been carved into a, a walking stick. The crowd sort of parts for her and quiets down a little bit as she arrives. She looks at the new faces and says, "Oh, distant travelers, I see." Come to make a little girl afraid? Who are you? Big strong man to intimidate this child such. Hmm? Who are you? Madam, I'm just going after I'm just grabbing what is mine, my gold that she stole off my hip. I'm not oh. trying to intimidate or I don't know, berate the child. I'm trying to berate the mother into doing better. Mm-hmm. Norm will put his gold in, instead of on his hip into his bag. Why? You should be more careful. If such a small, sweet child as this can steal your purse, maybe you should count yourself lucky that it wasn't a real thief. Hmm? It was a real thief and not a child. We'd be having a different conversation. Mm, Right. But it is a child. That's why they're not dead in front of you. Mm. Lots of anger in you. No frustration. He's mm. unlucky in love. She looks to you, looks to the others. Now, now, I'm sure we can come to a nice, peaceable agreement on all these things. Darling, would you, are you sorry for what you did? And the girl nods her head up and down enthusiastically. Good, good. Oh, we have an admission. And you, sir, are you sorry for berating the child thusly? No, I'm not his head now. She pauses for a moment in deep contemplation. Well, perhaps the best thing to do is for us to all go our separate ways before tempers explode further. Hmm? I think that might be the best. Good. Good. This is a nice little village. We've had no crimes, no thefts here. Not until you lot showed up. Perhaps you'd best go your way. The local people. 
I find that hard to believe, <clears throat> but we will be going our way. Thanks for your it hospitality. Is a, it is a wise man who can disagree and still accept the facts on the table. I appreciate your patience. I nod. Just hand her that little thief. Let's go, Captain. She pops up her cane and pokes um, at your belt where you might hold your spell components and goes, Oi, what are these? Um, I, I think uh, we need to be moving along now. I've seen a, a belt, a, a waistband like this many years ago. 60 years ago, to be precise. Ilma whisper in her ear that you know not to mess with a man like this. <clears throat> Come on now. We should be going. She stays silent, bobbing in understanding. I I drink. I, I take Milram's beer and finish it off myself and throw the mug on the floor and storm off mm-hmm. with the rest of them back towards where the boat is. Mm-hmm. Can you believe this, Captain? Thieves. Children being children, I guess. Yes. But, Sorry for the outburst. I guess we just uh, need to be more on our uh, gold, more on gold. Our toes. Can't blame you. It's 25 of them. Yeah. I'll keep it in my bag mm. from now on. This little shit's probably never seen any gold coins in their life. Probably not. They probably never will. At least the food was alright. Listen, though, I uh, was speaking around. I heard some interesting stuff. Apparently this uh, this Starbuck, if it is Starbuck, is uh, looting ships and all the traffic's been stopped going that way. You know, what if we were to uh, go up there and deal with them? Because the heroes. Yeah, we could... He's our friend, right? We could go on board. We could uh, get onto his ship under the guise of friendship, and then uh, Isn't yeah, Starbuck deal with him. Kind of one of the men that we, you know, want to keep around. We hate the White Prince, don't we? I look to. Uh, I'm stealing our thunder, though. Maybe that's good for down here. We got a lot of heat up top. It's oh, up yeah, to you, you seem obviously. You seem really concerned about keeping a low profile. And on. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I'm just saying it seems like we're inevitable, inevitably going to uh, have to stop the White Prince to appease Sail's uh, god, his deity. So our souls may not be damned for eternity. Is Starbuck causing some mayhem really in our best interest to stop? Shouldn't well, we make him an ally? My thought was that it seems very suspicious. Um the timing of Starbucks attacks uh, to coincide with exactly when a goblin rebellion happens, I feel like there might actually be a military campaign of some sort happening and that the story of Starbuck is just a diversion. Maybe I'm just paranoid. It does seem strange, Sale. Maybe Norm's right and we're best staying out of it and letting nature take its course. Hmm. There's plenty to explore around here. We may have uh, pissed off this one village, but there's there's plenty more around these uh, these islands that we can visit. There are. It seems like they're pretty separate too, from the way the uh, the villagers were talking. They said none of the other islands would care about them except for their lady. So maybe yeah. we can get along better on a different one. I'm in two minds about this. I do you think it's too much of a stretch maybe to get in with the countess here by dealing with Starbuck? Too risky. I mean, I think it is. I think our best bet 
if we wanted to is maybe uh if we want to get in with some nobility maybe we should talk to the lady nightingale she definitely has ends and probably ends with people who are less favorable to the white prince maybe that can Might. be a good task that's true but <clears throat> nightingale's a far throw from a countess is she not yeah what is she's like she's not even the most powerful lord on that island right now Right, so Lady Nightingale is just run-of-the-mill noble. Um, if she has a rank, it's a really low rank, but she's never mentioned it to you, and no one ever has called it out to her. A countess would definitely, is the sort of lady who's in charge of, like, all of these islands and possibly having sway over nearby islands yeah, as well. That It's a rank of, like, large landowner. Um, like governor? Yeah, it's Most like a... Are, yeah. Um... Like it's like late, like uh, like it's not quite Aragon. governor. So you like right. Florida's yeah, broken up into counties, right? Whoever <laughs> runs an entire county would be the count. Um, but you know the United States is so big that each individual county is pretty small. But imagine England, which is the size of like half of a state. You know, and it's got like twelve counties. So you know, count in that point of time would be you know one of twelve major people. I, that's actually a juke. There's like sixty or seventy. I. Yeah. But, but yeah, but, but count me, count, we kind of have count meaning to you in this world, don't we, sir? So. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, the ranks of nobility have changed a lot over the centuries and over the different territories. So, mm. you know, sometimes Duke has meant this and sometimes count and they all like ebb and flow. Uh, our simplified system goes like king or monarch of some kind and then count and then baron and then like regular noble. So this so count is a step below the white prince. Yeah, you would expect on the outer ring there to be very few counts. So knowing that there is a, a countess in Port Jasper, she's probably one of the larger nobles, more important noble families on the outer rim. There might be a few of these places on the outer rim. Um, might each be of too the close to the White Prince, mm-hmm. far too close. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. The alternative is finding Starbuck and arranging a joint operation. I don't mm-hmm. know. Did we uh, leave on bad terms? Did we met him? No. Yeah, no, we, we met him. Terms, I think. Well, let's have a conversation. What do we What do we want as a as a group? I look to the monkey. Um, <laughs> we'll the say monkey this, drink guess, as we're sailing away. Yeah. Yes. Did the monkey drink? Oh, if you put anything in the monkey's hands, he will immediately try to drink or eat it. Like that's the first. Yeah. You give him a, like a, you know, a leaf, and instantly it's a chew on the leaf, and then throw it away. This is going to be useful information if this monkey... Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, Captain um, and crew, do we want to overthrow the White Prince? Do we want to work Listen, within his... Well, so, well, we are far away from that. If that's Obviously, even possible, we, we're we nowhere near it right now. We can make small steps towards that goal. So if we want to work within the White Prince's ranks, we could make a small step here by befriending one of the local nobles. Um, and then maybe one day they could introduce us to the Countess of Jasper. And then maybe Jasper, but you see how it spins? I understand. Or do we want to eventually maybe overthrow the White Prince? So do we want to work to destabilize the Outer Rim? It's a, it, I know it's a broad goal. Well, it's also, there's more than one way to destabilize the Outer Rim. That is it might be that It might be that getting close to the White Prince might make it easier to uh, overthrow him in the end. I agree. I just think that we should have a conversation about which way we want to go. Well, I don't or want my souls to burn in. 
burn in fire for all eternity. So I think, yes, the goal is to overthrow the White Prince. Whether that's something that can be achieved in one man's lifetime, I'm not well, sure. We'll achieve it, Captain. I'm sure. I feel a great compulsion to kill clerics of the stair. Um, I have a belief. Sorry, my rabbit just like bit my toe there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like freaked him. <laughs> uh, I believe that maybe killing one might move us in the direction of liberating your soul, Captain. And perhaps also open up the doorway to overthrowing the White Prince. This is a big port, yes? We're in need of a ship? Yeah. How about we stalk and follow one of the ships leaving Port Jasper? We run up on it. We handle the crew. And uh, we take it. We can set sail at a small island. I can ship in a bottle of it, and we can have both of our ship and their ship. You didn't hear? There's no ships leaving Port Jasper to the in that direction. Until Starbucks dealt with. Until Starbucks dealt with. Okay. Well, we can always come back, keep in mind that this exists. Um, we could Surely. go get a trader ship. I just don't know what our goal was on this island. Well, if there's a whole bunch of trading ships loaded up in a bay, yeah. probably lightly guarded, all tied together, not going anywhere, unable to chase us once we leave with loot, could be a night well. raid on the dock. You know, if we dealt with Starbuck, cleared the lanes, we might be able to convince all of those trading ships that it was safe for them to travel. If they start leaving, we could even offer to escort them, maybe. What if we don't deal with Starbuck? What if we go have a conversation with him? We act like we dealt with Starbuck, and he helps us. We get uh, him to hide his ships, and then we can ambush them together when they come through. None. Make it look like he's retreating. Depends on how many ships he has. That has the makings of a plan. Aye. Archie, Sale, what do you think about that? We speak to Starbuck, make a deal with him, get him to make it look like he's uh, lifting his blockade or whatever, and then we lay an ambush for the trading ships when they come. My one fear is that if he has more men than us, he'll just kill us and take our ship. Pirates are hard to trust. He might have more men, but he doesn't have the crimson fists, even though he wish he did. It's yeah. True. He, true, he also like... doesn't have lightning bolt. We mm. should. That it's true, though. Remember, Nilrim. Remember that deal he gave us, looting the uh, the ship with all the salt. You said it was too dangerous. Turns out he managed it on his own. So he clearly has some means. I don't. I don't know if I believe him, but I nod. Yeah. yeah you think maybe he's bullshitting us? Could be. It might be. All right, this is a good plan. Let's set sail for Starbuck. Well, do we want to... Do we want to announce our intention to the authorities in Port Jasper first? So that when we come back and claim that we've got rid of them, they actually believe us. We can't really uh, make our way into Port Jasper, yeah? Yeah, you're right. I feel like we're basically walking into the dragons then. They'll have inquisitors everywhere. They'll spot two spellcasters instantly and then that's mm. a wrap on this little pirate adventure we're on mm. so we gotta get something from Starbucks. make it sound like we've uh, we gotta have some sort of proof that we've driven him off right I'm sure Starbuck will have a plan alright back to the boat then let's go and see what's going on over there 
All right. You make the long journey back to your vessel. When you get back, the sun is already setting. It's kind of a bitch to put in the water uh, with this darkness, especially on such an unfamiliar shore where there could be like underwater, undersea rocks. Um, best to wait until the morning so you're not going to damage your ship too much. Um, you're all comfortable okay. camping out on the shoreline here? You're not afraid of these local villagers? No, I think it's fun. No, not okay. afraid of them. Got it. In the nighttime. Yes, in the nighttime, though. The two sailors who had the sea shanties do come to visit you, but we can deal with that on the other Ooh. side of our break. See you guys soon. Bye-bye. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our players make it down to the beach, go to settle in, and after the sun is fully down, those two lads show back up, the sea shanty ones. You can see a big bonfire burning down the way. You can sort of see some light coming from it. Um, and these two fellows who were originally stacking the firewood have come to visit your little encampment. Um, they, they approach... Um, they kind of are whisper. Yeah, some of you guys are like settling down. You have had some food. You're getting sort of cozy, making yourself some place to sleep. Um, and when you hear this pssst, pssst, coming from the foliage, directed at Archie, so Archie's gonna be the first one to hear it and see it. I. Um, I immediately wake up the captain. I think I'm like lying down with like my hat over my face. Mm -hmm. I pull the hat up a little bit. What is it? We've got, we've got, we've got visitors. Don't see what they want. I walk on over to them. Wait, hey, what, what's, what's, what's going on? It's you guys. Yo, wait, I know you guys. Barchi, what's it's, going uh, on? So, uh, uh, I'm really bad with names. Sorry. Uh, Hans and Simon. Hans and Simon, what's up? I, I we saw that you guys were staying here for the night, and I figured, even if your your one companion's kind of tough, you might want to come down to the bonfire. There's gonna be singing. There's gonna be games. I do love some singing, some games. Come on, no, leave I... these leave these suckers behind. They won't miss you for a few hours. Uh, come on, come on, Barchi. I mean, like, they'll be asleep for a couple more hours, right? I, I could, I could, I could use some more partying. Yeah. Come I don't know. The, I don't know what the magic man is. He, he was really rude to you guys earlier. Like, I don't really. Uh huh. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. That girl is yeah. super sweet. She'd never steal anything. I don't think she would steal. Totally. Come on. Leave these people behind. What do you, what do you need sleep for, huh? Sleeping right, is for the just, dead. Just just a few hours, but I, I got to be back in the morning with them. We got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, come on, come on. To do. All right. I'm sure, I'm sure they won't mind. All right. They will... Uh, it will sneak you away um, unless you report back. Do you tell anyone you're leaving or do you just disappear into the forest in the night? I look over if the captain's still looking at us. No, I've pulled my hat back out of my, uh, my eyes. I'll shrug I'll and like... follow them. 
I would like to ask for a perception check because I've been paranoid this whole time to see if I like follow. You, you have been, and the whispering was, was pretty loud. So go ahead and give me a perception check. Let's see if you can. Oh, um, so you didn't hear the whispering. Uh, do you see Archie leaving? So give me a second perception check. See if you can notice the. Yeah. So you see like Archie go off into the forest for a little bit. And then you're looking around, you're looking around, and then you see him like going down the coastline next to another person. So you don't know what it was that drew him away, but you do see him heading back towards the village. I'll, uh, who else is awake? Uh, Nilrum might still be up. Nilrum, are you maybe um, up? I think Nilrum's. He's busy. He's like okay. praying or some shit. I don't know. No, it's just you then. All right, oh. I'll. Uh, I don't trust these townsfolk, and I don't like that Archie's like running off. Mm. with them i feel like he's been bewitched by some magic so I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna follow at a safe distance sneak mm. okay nice uh archie you and hans and simon can make your way all the way back to the village where there is some sort of festivity going on you're not familiar you know you're, maybe it's a holiday maybe it's just like a local thing they do on on Fridays, maybe it's like a Friday night party thing. It's kind of hard to tell what the situation is. But here, we do have music. The instruments have finally been pulled out. Uh, and there is like a little little festival happening. If I can find the right track. Here we go. Yeah. There's singing. There's dancing. There's musical instruments being played. There's a huge roaring fire with like two large pigs stuck through stakes on either like um right above the fire slowly being shifted and rotated by this like large winch system that various people are taking turns at um it is a, a lively and festive atmosphere down here on the beach on a warm well a warm november night uh, as warm as the november nights get lots of people huddled near the fire for warmth actually uh, Hans and Simon bring you forward and immediately like burst into the middle of the, the singing dancing area and take your hand and try and like join the, the group of looped people dancing around the fire in song. How do you feel about being dragged into a, a song and dance number, Archie? He doesn't see anything wrong with this. Uh, I, I'm pretty happy that, you know, it's, it's going on. There's music, there's shanties. I'm joining in. Is there, mm-hmm. is there alcohol? Yes, yes, there's a large, like, cauldron filled with some sort of something that has definitely been spiked with booze. You can uh, smell the vapors wafting, 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 wafting off of it. Um, uh, uh, I want a huge keg of this and, like, just down it instantly. Yes, uh, as soon as you make your curiosity known, Hans will grab uh, two bowls and hand one to you, a wooden bowl for himself, and just scoops the bowl into the large cauldron it appears that everyone just like dips their cup in and that's how you you feel yourself um yeah i'll, I'll down the bowl instantly dip it in the cauldron again fill it back up Mm-hmm. excellent give me a constitution check here as you immediately binge you managed to keep it together so far but whew, it's right on the borderline soon sale approaches Having followed them down the coastline, you can see Archie being dragged into this big sort of ritualistic ceremony around a bonfire. Someone shoves a cup into his hand and shows him to this large cauldron from which many other people are drinking. 
Um, they drink together and then join hands again and continue in the singing, dancing circle around the fire as bards, terrible bards, play wondrous songs on their various instruments. Can we get a feel- performance check for the bards? Oh yeah, totally. Um... Let's do this. Oh, uh, they're a little bit off. Maybe it's because well, it's the like, party's like, been going. It's, like, it's like it's like Oktoberfest. You know, the worse the music, the better, because you're just insanely drunk. So you're just joining in, and it's horrible music. But mm-hmm. that's what I makes it like enjoyable. The perception of the crowd should be at advantage because they might be too drunk to care the music's bad exactly that's true yeah well if you are a drunk person in the party it's a 26 on the performance check if you're a sober person on the outside of the party it's a 19 yeah that's a very sinister 19 it's making me uncomfortable Mm. ritualistic cult music Mm -hmm. yeah wait we're too far right you're too far but sale followed them oh sale followed okay what are you going to do about this, Sale? Archie's clearly been dragged into some sort of dark beach ritual. Uh, are these people kidnapping passersby? These people have clearly kidnapped Archie um, and have him under some sort of charm. And oh they're going to sacrifice him to some sort of god of fertility because... I see at least one woman like touching Archie in a way that makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have it as the jealous type, so it just makes me uncomfortable because Sale is like oh. the, the nega Chad. He's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna do uh, about this? They clearly outnumber you. Um, I'm going to attempt to look for a way to cause a distraction for this like disrupt the party i'm gonna poop on the well not poop on, but be a party pooper i'm gonna like try to set something on fire i'm gonna try to like if there's like a band stage sabotage the band stage uh well the I'm, I'm, village is just inland from the beach where the party is and that's just thatched roof and wood or mud brick buildings those things could go up real fast Oh, here's a crazy idea. How close are we to the water? What if I turned on dead on someone and they just got pulled in, in in full view? The whole party ranges up and down the beach. There are people, like the circle of people dancing get very close to the water at times as the, you know, the water swooshes up onto the shore and back down again. Some people run out and put their feet in the water and then run back because it's, you know, it's November. It's a little bit chilly. Um, There are plenty of people close to the water. Close enough that you could summon Rohi to drag them to the depths. Yep, I'm gonna, I'll make my way towards the beach, and I'll try to find, like, I'll try to, like, make my way through the crowd, kind of, like, avoiding eye contact and avoiding people. I'll try to find, like, a group of people that are a little bit too close to the water that I can turn on dead on. It's not a difficult thing at all. No one in the party seems to mind your presence. No one in the party seems to notice that uh, you don't belong. They seem pleased that there's another sacrifice here for them. And you get down to the beach. And what level are you, Mr. Cleric? I am level five. 
Well then, considering that these are one hit die people, you do not even need to make a roll on the table, although you can if you want. That just tells us like the maximum power of something that you can drown. Uh, it looks like most of these suckers are just like regular zeroth level fishermen or farmers or maybe net weavers or, you know, mud brick building does makers. A, um, does it have an asterisk? Because then he'll get an additional 2d4. No, it's just a T. Just an automatic okay. turn. So how many does he get then? He still gets 2d6. Is that what it is? I mean, I think it is 1d6, 2d6. I don't remember the turn on dead rules. 2d6. Oh. So normally you got to roll a, a d20 to see what you can affect, but we know that the people here are are one hit die, so you can automatically affect up to two d6 people. So roll me a two d6, and and there's only really like five people that are close enough to the shore to be dragged at any one time. And so in the middle of the party, in the middle of the music and the wine and the dancing and the food, out from the oh. water stretch the dark arms of the the deity beneath the waves the the extra dimensional power beneath the sea whatever it is that you derive your power from reaches out and wraps its tentacled arms around the legs of five locals who immediately scream out in a desperate cry do the musicians hear this uh these desperate cries or is it too are they too drunk no they immediately hear the cries and the music stops uh, in surprise. It goes dead. The faces and voices all turn to the, see the ocean as these five people are dragged to the waves. Immediately, the rest of the people there run towards the water to try and grab their friends, but they're too far away. All they do is battle against the waves, searching, reaching, looking for the people. You hear the cries of, was it an undertow? What was it? Was it a small tidal wave? Oh my God, no! Um, but it's too late. The five people are dragged into the darkness of the night. <laughs> into the salty sea, never to be seen from again. In the distraction, I'd like to try and find Archie and get him out of here. <laughs> Do I notice this? Give me a perception check, because everyone's going to notice, but you might not be in a situation where you can see. There might be people between... No, you barely glimpse it. Between a couple of heads, you look to the ocean and you see large, thick dark tentacles wrapping around people and dragging them beneath the depths. You know exactly what this is. Um, I will. Well, first of all, I will rub the the necklace, the little pendant that Sail gave me. Because right now, the first thing I'm thinking is, "Holy shit, I recognize this." And this shit better not get me right now. Hey, I'm one of yours, right? Mm-hmm. Ocean bro, you know? I like you. And then I immediately start looking around for sale. I think I even I, I think I even call for him. Ah, uh, well he'll hear that, because he's looking for you. So you call out for sale, and then you see his face in the crowd. What does your face look like, Sale? Are you happy? Is it dark? What is I'm the kinda... Grim and determined looking, like, you know, I'm resigned to what I had to do to save Archie. So you see this grim face in the crowd. 
What are you going to do, Archie? Uh, I'll run towards him. Uh, say, oh, Darrow! What's happening? Archie, we have to go. This is some kind of cult. They were going to sacrifice you. We have to get out of here. Oh, it's 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 not it's I don't think it's a cult. What like it, they're dancing around a fire at night and they're bringing strangers in their mists drinking strange drinks, Archie. This is very obviously a cult. We're just getting we're just singing songs and getting drunk. We're just partying a little bit. I just wanted to have a little fun. This is, these are nice people. What's, yeah, did you, you hear doing? the lyrics of the song? What was they talked about like stepping on pirates. They think you're a pirate. That's who they sacrifice to their god. I, I think these people like pirates. I, I was talking to them about how, how awesome the pirate life is, and they were like, yeah, it's the, the, you know? I was going to tell them about the adventures of the Crimson Fist. It was going to be awesome. Archie, did you drink something they gave you? I think you're under the effects of some kind of charm. We have to get out of here. I, I had, like... I'll, I'll try to grab Archie's arm and, like, try to pull him out and run away with him. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll offer sale some of the some of the drink that's left in my. This is some really good punch. You should try it. It's, it's great. We're having a great time over here. Archie's really big and heavy, so I can't really pull him. I'm like, come on, Archie. We have to go. Come on. They're gonna figure it out. I, I, I look around. I see the chaos and the people being dragged to the sea. And at this point, this doesn't really seem like a fun party anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shrug, take the last sip out of my bowl, and I'm gonna bail. Right. Together, the two of you can escape down the shoreline. Nobody comes after you. They're too busy looking for the missing in the water. No one bothers to figure out what's going on with Archie. They assume he just ran away in terror, and no one comes looking for you. You'll make it back to the beach where your ship is. The others are asleep. Yeah, so, so I don't know. It was just a party. It was, you know, we were having a grand time. Archie, listen, I understand. Okay, you're under their charm. I am. I am the cleric here. Yeah. I understand religious matters. This is very clearly a dangerous cult, and I know I run a dangerous cult. Okay, I know these things. <laughs> Archie, Archie's eyes will widen. He's like, I'm under a. I'm under a charm? Yes. Did you see the way those women were touching you? They were trying to ensnare you into their oh, festival. Yeah, that did seem a little bit inappropriate. Nobody nobody is that friendly with strangers. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're now that I think about it, they were like, they were saying weird shit to me, those women too. Like, I just wanted to talk to them about punching and rowing and they were saying some really like out of like i don't even whew, yeah maybe you're right maybe i am under do you think do you think the charm is gonna go away do you think i'm gonna be okay i think i think i saved you i distracted their ritual by summoning rohi and drowning those people you you may owe me your life again to be honest i, I think i do thank you so much sally you and, and 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 the ocean man you guys saved me again I'll hug Archie and say, I love you like a brother. I wouldn't let anything happen to you. I have something for Norm to do while they did all this, by the way. Okay. 
Uh, I'll, I'll put my arm around Sail. I, I really do owe you my life. You're. Uh, I, I'm so glad I got you in the party, man. I, I don't know where I'd be with that charm, those women. And, uh, they they could have burned me on, on that bonfire. Mm. It's okay. We we might be able to rest out the rest of the night here. I think. I think they're going to be a little bit busy looking for the people. Um, I don't. I didn't know that was actually going to kill that many of them. I thought it. I didn't know that would what would happen. Actually, uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, what well, is kind of awesome though. Uh, Ocean Man's kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of picked one of them up and threw them up in the air while he was swimming, <laughs> yeah. and like you know it would have, and then whipped down yeah. and pulled them under. It was. I think I saw one awesome. guy getting ripped. I saw I saw one guy getting ripped in two by two of the tentacles. It was crazy. There was guts and everything. Yeah. Jesus. Let's get. We should we should wake up the captain and tell him. Maybe he he knows something about this charm. Maybe he knows how, how I'm gonna go back to normal. You know. Yeah, that's the right call. Captain knows. Uh, and I'll go over and wake up. Uh, captain Waterford. Okay, before you get to wake up Captain Waterford, there's been a couple hours while Nilrum has been alone. Captain Waterford's been asleep. What did you do in that time, Nilrum? Nilrum's been thinking. Um, you know, any anybody in a D&D world, you know, gods are real, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You'd be a fool not to believe in them. Mm-hmm. And you'd probably be a fool not to seek them out. So I'm going to kind of give you some help or some, I guess, leeway and choice here. Nilrum is seeing that there's a powerful god that they follow, the uh, White Prince. So he mm-hmm. follows a stair, correct? Mm-hmm. Nilrum being kind of, you know, <clears throat> chaotic, he's about himself, but he does want, like, the Fountain of Life or the Fountain of Youth. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of a little bit jealous of uh sales god as well because sale has been getting a lot of credit from not only the captain but from uh archie and mm. it seems like they don't give a fuck about nilrim's magic so mm. nilrim realizes that this whole area is under a stair and who better than probably to shake it up which is what it seems to be doing than to you know See if he can contact, I don't know, Malchus or Ponos. He's not really sure who he should be messaging here. Um... Well, Malchus and Ponos both have holy symbols, both have constellations in the sky that are sort of a swirl or a spiral. Ponos is a a singular spiral down to one point. Uh, Malchus is like a multi-spiraling uh thing that comes off in multiple directions more like a i don't know they're both very storm-like in their appearance and yep. the dardens is sort of a weird storm-like spirally swirly thing down to what they say is a great whirlpool at the very center of the island ring um, i'm just i'm tempted to i think norm is tempted to message or talk to if he can Malchus, due to the fact of this is a stairs area, and that is probably mm-hmm. the god who wants the order and chaos fucked up the most. Mm-hmm. So you want to reach out to Malchus, god of chaos, whose holy symbol is a multi-armed spiral down yeah, to a and- black pit and void. 
the shit that Norm's been doing has been pretty, you know, chaotic in nature so far. So I think it, I think it kind of works. Okay. So yeah, he'll reach out, and um, he wants to kind of. <sighs> Norm's more curious, less about the shit going on here, but he's more curious about what's going on with Rohi. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gonna reach out to Malchus about, you know, fucking up shit in the Dardens. And seeing if he can get any information on Sales God and if his soul is actually damned forever. Um, mm-hmm. And if Malgus has any ideas what's going on. So, Nilbrum, the sort of self made man, the one who values his own independence and his own ability to, you know, push himself up in the world, pull himself up by the bootstraps, one might say. How is it right? that you reach out to a deity and ask for guidance? What does that look like? What are these prayers sounding like? I think Nilrum less asks for guidance and more asks a question. He doesn't view him and the god probably as equals, but he doesn't view them as far off from each other, if that makes sense. Um, if anything, he would be kind of, you know, asking a fellow colleague a question is kind of how it would mm. go. Not with severance as Anton would have, but with uh you know they're not on the same level, but he's gonna kinda treat it as like a friendly, like, hey, hey I know deity. you got some shit down here going on mm-hmm. with uh a stare. I'm curious about Rohi. Maybe we can make a deal, you know? use the, the name Rohi in this prayer mm-hmm. in, the, in the prayer aloud? yes yes I don't think that all gods if m- most have omniscience mm-hmm. so Nilrum is probably pretty okay to do that okay is there any uh, is this just like you quietly in the sand by yourself is there like a, do you have a, a symbol that you can pray to or a sacrifice or like a no, is there an altar that symbols. you create um, no one will walk out into the forest mm. um no one's a smart guy so he knows the Malchus symbol he was with the clerics and shit um mm-hmm. or he was like questioned right I'm, a- I'm kind of asking questioned in which capacity Remember when, uh, in the backstory, when Nilrum is being chosen, I guess, for his intellect, mm-hmm. and he's given all the god symbols or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, would he remember what the Malchus symbol was? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Nilrum will go out uh, into the woods, I guess, and out of... You know, what does Nilrum value most right now? Probably one of his glass rods. Nilrum will break one of his glass rods. And um, will make the Malchus symbol out of uh, his broken glass rod, removing one. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll say a prayer, and he'll ask, um, you know, I'm in the land of the Dardens, which is owned by Astaire. Law and order. I'm sure that uh, you, Malchus, have many issues with this uh, land. If there's anything you would have of me to do, I would be willing to do it, but I do have a few questions about one of my friends who follows someone named Rohi. Any input? At first, it seems like you're 
call your prayers are not being answered hmm? right now you, you say these things and there's sort of just a am I just talking to myself am I just a man in the woods breaking glass and, and praying to myself there's no there's no immediate gratifying response do you continue or do you just call it quits here I'm trying to think if no one would think this is dumb. Um, I'm going to roll an int check. If it's if he passes... No, I'll roll a wisdom check. If he passes, I think he'll wait. If he fails, I think he might try and call it quits. Mm. Natural 20. Oh, it's a critical success. You pause. Um, and you feel, during this pause, the gentle precipitation of rain coming down small, cold, hard pelts of rain landing on your face. This is the same time that you, the two of you are walking back to the, the boats as it begins to rain after those people were dragged into the water. Is this rain a sign? Mr. 20, Mr. 32 wisdom check? I think Nilrum will look up towards the sky expecting... Maybe something. Mm. There's a distant flash of lightning, a pause, and then a low roll of thunder. I mean, I think at this point I would start to wake up because I'm sleeping in the open air and it's raining on me. Yeah, you will eventually begin to wake up. You got the hat over your face, so it's like hands and legs are getting wet first, but you will wake. The flash of of thunder probably startles Mm. me awake. What the? Oh, my God. It's raining. I take the half. Noran, what are you doing? Where? I think oh, Noran walked alone into the woods. Oh, he's gone. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just wake up. I just wake up in the woods, in the in the beach, looking around. There's no one here, right? Your entire crew is missing, and it's raining. Uh, what the fuck is going on? I think I start looking around. Like, is that shit still here? Yeah. Um. All right, I'm going to, like, walk under some tree cover and just, like, watch the camp. Mm-hmm. All right, you no get to the tree cover. Um, I guess take a knee. Mm. And from this kneed position in the rain that has started, the thunder in the background. Uh... And he will ask the question again. Um, who is Rohi? The thunder and lightning will strike close to home now. Like, you can see the bolt land maybe a quarter mile out into sea, and the sound blows over you almost instantly, shaking the trees nearby. Um, Can't stop, won't stop. The god of chaos, you know, he's probably he's probably trying to play chicken with me. Yeah, somehow I don't think it's Malchus that's uh, talking to you right now. But I'm gonna stay it's out just, it. it. depends on... Rohi doesn't control the fucking weather, okay? He's in the ocean. Joel will ask one more time. Praying to Malchus, okay? Not Rohi. Hmm. What are the words? One more time. Say them. Malchus. I'm willing to do your bidding 
which I assume is getting rid of a stare. <laughs> but I need to know who my friend Sale serves, who is Rohi. And with that, one final bolt of lightning will land at a tree just a few feet away from you, shattering it into pieces. And from the void that was the tree, as soon as your eyes begin to clear again and your ears begin to hear again, you see four giant brown bears rearing up on their back legs, standing at least 12 feet high, teeth and claws, letting out a before they drop down and descend upon you and here we will take our second break see you guys on the other side hello everybody and welcome back to tides of death there was a strike of lightning a broken tree and soon and the shattered remains of it, you're staring down these two giant grizzly bears. Two or four? Four. Four giant grizzly bears. Thank you. I can't remember. Thank you. Uh, initiative. <laughs> Black yeah. bears, grizzly bears, same, same for our purposes here. Okay. Yes, I will need initiative between you oh, <laughs> and the bears. Are they black bears? <laughs> what, what they, they are like? grizzly bears. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a grizzly bear is. A brown bear. They're the the terrifying type. Not the fun, little, playful black bears who are more afraid of you than you are of them. They're the silverback gorillas of the bear world. It's got to be a seven, man. I didn't, so. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, shit. You got an eight. Oh, you got an eight. I thought you got a seven. Yeah, I got an eight. I got an eight. Okay. Norm is casting rope trick. I thought you were casting a lightning bolt. No, 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 Koivu. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to cast Rope Trick, hopefully get up there, and then cast spells with them. Right. The tree has shattered and is gone. In its place are these bears on their back legs. And the first one of the bears to come down tromps its way towards you and reaches out with a big, meaty paw. Gotta get a stat block first. Plus 10 to hit or something ridiculous, probably. Gonna be not great. What's your AC, Mr. Mooten? It's 14. Okay. And none of that's coming from dex, right? Because you don't get dex while casting spells. Okay. Just magic. Okay. Brown bear. Plus 5 to hit. All right. And it gets two claws and a bite. Yep. The first claw comes in. A natural four plus five is a nine. It, like, stands before you one more time, uh, swipes terrifyingly in your face. The second claw comes through. Seven and five is a twelve. It comes to actually try and strike at your head, but its claws, like, waver just before your face. The magic of your armor holding it back. Malchus helping me out. Roll, the, roll it in shot. Roll it in the... Oh, I am. Bill. The last one I'll roll in roll 20, because these two were two in my favor to keep going. Well, we're in two in your favor to keep going. The bite comes down. Holy shit! The bear towers over you. It brings its jaws to encompass your head and, like, winces back as if some otherworldly force is holding it at bay. The teeth do not close around you yet. Norm gives a smirk. 
and will say out, uh, ah, you didn't like that name, did you, Malchus? <clears throat> and um, he will rope trick. The rope uh, from your hand rises into the air. How far do you let it go? It's the full length of the rope, right? Let's read. It's actually not the rope, and it's a piece of a spell book. If that makes sense. Um, Wait, what? What? Er, it, so, the material components are powdered corn extract and a twisted loop of parchment. Oh. I don't have parchment. Yeah, but when so the spell is spell cast upon a piece of rope from 5 to 30 oh, feet well, long. Oh, it would be a rope. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you just um, brought your 30-foot your rope. Yeah. Or your 50-foot rope. rope. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, the one end of the rope rises in the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular as if affixed at the upper end. So you get this... Uh, you cast this spell before in a bathroom. So you must have like a, a five-foot section of rope that you used for the bathroom and maybe like yeah. a longer 30-foot section elsewhere. So um, is this your five-foot section or your 30-foot section of rope? So it's going to be the 30-foot section, I believe, okay. would be the safest. Um Nilrum's thinking is five feet. The bear can just stand up and probably fuck with it and get mm, in it. Mm-hmm. Thirty foot. It's gonna take him longer to climb, but he has movement. So, right. If you're gonna he climb will... the rope, you will provoke one attack of opportunity from the bear as you leave its threatening range. That's life. He will climb the rope. All right. The rope extends into the stormy skies above the canopy of the trees. The one bear still before you, the other bears holding back, just like clawing towards the air, letting out terrific roars. You scamper up the rope as quickly as you can. What's your strength, Nilrum? Out of curiosity. Nilrum isn't actually weak. Uh, it's 11. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you have no problem scampering up this rope. The bear will take one more claw attack as you leave its threatening range. Another swipe at your feet, catching maybe the heel of your boot, but not doing damage to you as you scamper into the rope trick 30 feet in the air. Um, The other bears will take their... I shouldn't put you on the GM layer, I'm sorry. Um, The other bears will make their way to the spot where you were just a moment ago. They will come forward. Um... How much how much do you know about bears, Nilrum? You're not like much of a, a nature person, are you? He's not like a super nature guy. If you want I can make a check, but I don't think Nilrum knows no. like a fuckload about bears. So. No, I'll just leave it as is then. These bears sort of come and circle the area where you just were um staring, sniffing, scratching at the ground. Question. Now, mm-hmm. Am I allowed to cast from rope trick? I don't see a reason as why not. But spells cannot be cast across the interdimensional interface. But you could lean out, no? Uh, but I think you'd have to, like, be on your belly and laying down, and I don't know if you can cast spells while, like, laying down and hanging through an extra-dimensional space. I feel like the, the spell-casting rules mean you can't really move anywhere, you need your hands free. I think you have to be sort of standing and able to cast. Hear me out for this one. Sorry. Lightning bolt requires a glass rod and a bit of fur. So I'm going to argue that you're going to be going like this, right? Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think that... I think you could be laying on your stomach, peeking out, 
and doing a lightning bolt down on the ground. But again, it is up to you. I won't argue it too much. Yeah, I'm going to say the, the line about can't cast spells through it is Fine. intentionally saying that you can't like use it as a, a safe haven from Get which to jail. bombard people with spells. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think otherwise, then you just... You have wizards who fly rope trick into safe space and then just lightning bolt out and are impervious to yeah, all incoming damage. Weird. Yeah, yep. then okay. it's like a six-level spell or something. Yeah. Uh, so you climb into the rope trick. Elsewhere, the captain has been woken up by the rain. And the two returning people, one saved from a, a deadly cult, oh. the other <laughs> the savior of all mankind... Um, you both see the lightning out in the distance, and then you see the lightning striking uncomfortably close to the ship. Um, I would like a perception check from each of the people who are walking towards the ship, and uh, a perception check from Captain at the ship. So, perception checks from everyone, I guess is the right way of saying it. Wow. Awesome. Those are above the 25 that I was looking for. Pokemon challenges. Archie won't see this, but Sail will, and the Captain will. You'll instinctively turn towards the source of the lightning after it flashes, and as your eyes adjust again to the darkness and another bolt flashes nearby, you can see these four bears scratching and sniffing, maybe 15 feet in from the... Not 15 feet. What are, what's this distance here? Um, 100 feet in, but there's really only like three trees in that 100-foot range, so there's pretty good line of sight in this very lightly wooded area. Mm. Bears. Um, do I see the other two? No, not yet. I think I, like, I'm like in the woods, sheltering from the rain, mm-hmm. like under a tree. Yeah, you must, probably, you must be like right I... around here-ish then. So these bears are probably like 50 feet from you, 60 feet from you, since you're already partially in the forest. But I didn't see Nilrim, right? No. I mean, uh, sorry. Moon, I forget. Uh, I'm sorry. Off, uh, he uh, got a 26. Does he see a rope hanging out? Oh, do I? Oh, the rope is dangling down. Yes. With a 26, you won't see Nilrim, but you'll see four bears and a rope in between the four bears stretching into the sky. Good call, Nilrim. <laughs> Thank no. you. <laughs> run away and stay nice and safe and now I've got to go and save your stupid fucking ass um, alright so I put two and two together and realize I don't know what's going on but I understand that that's probably Nilrim mm-hmm. doing something stupid um, what I'm going to do is alright Neil I start to walk towards the bears I want to get to this tree here mm-hmm. in fact no this tree this tree here this tree here I want to go up to it. I'm going to stand right by it, yeah. I mm-hmm. want to make sure that I'm confident that I can climb this tree quickly. In fact, yeah. no, I, cl- I climb the tree. I climb the tree. And then from here, I reach into my bag of stones. This is a fucking stupid idea. Um, I throw a stone <laughs> at this grizzly bear here and start shouting at it. Hey, you stupid fucking bear. Oof. I throw a stone at it. Sneak attack. Well, not sneak attack, but surprise. Surprise, yeah. Hurl a stone at the bear. Okay, I am a level four fighter with plus two to hit from dex. Okay, so, so plus five to hit. Yeah, but and then surprise, right? Two for back attack, one for surprise. Okay, d20 plus eight? 
No, it should be plus four if I'm attacking from behind and it's Sure, all right, fine, nine. Yeah, d20 plus nine, okay, sure. Okay, cool. Okay, I get it. I get it. Everyone's rolling bad near this fucking tree. I think that hits, apparently. though. Uh, you do impact the bear enough to get its attention, not enough to do any damage to the bear, but enough that the bear feels like a stone gently bounce <laughs> off of its back hide. Yeah, it's good job bears can't climb trees there, right, sir? So, feeling pretty nice and safe. Similarly, <laughs> um, sail as you look towards the sign of that flashed bolt. You will see these bears. You will see the the rope dangling, and then you'll see this rock like bounce off of the bear, and the bear begin to turn, still on its hind, raising up to its hind legs. As the other three rut around on the ground nearby. Archie hasn't um. seen this, but you have. So I see a rope, I see four bears, and I see a rock bounce off one of the bears? Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird sight in the middle of the woods at night. Um, Archie. What's up? I think this island is weirder than we thought. There's, there's four bears around a rope over there, and I think someone's throwing rocks at them. Bear. Uh, no, I, I've seen huge lizards, dinosaurs. I've seen magic. I've seen tentacles come out of the water. I haven't seen anything as weird as a as a bear ever in my life. No, no, the weird part is they're circling a rope, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> a rope that goes nowhere. Isn't that like what Milram does? Oh yeah, Magic Man does do the rope. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he's up in there? Do you think he's up in there? Uh, let's go check camp. I, I assume camp is only like a few feet away. Yeah, you, so you can make your way around the bears towards camp. Um, it'll take you the round to like get over there and find the ship is empty. Um, Captain Winters is missing. Archie, or not Archie, uh, uh Nilrum is missing the whole camp. Where's the monkey? So... Monkey's with me in the tree. Hmm. <laughs> monkey's oh, missing too. Can I cast while we make our way around there? Uh, what would you like to cast? Uh, just kind of preemptively, I'm going to uh, Chaos Ward Archie in case a fight happens. Excellent. Okay. That's fine. What does that do? Uh, it just gives you plus one AC, basically. Uh, ranged oh. attacks might get redirected to the attacker. Nice. All right. Let's go back to Nilrum. You've climbed up. You've escaped the bears. Is this the answer you were looking for, Nilrum? What does it mean? No, it's not. He's kind of pissed off, too. Ah. <laughs> he's gonna... You know, he's gonna think to himself, like, uh, you really busting my balls over this, Malchus. What, what's wrong? You didn't like the name? Are you afraid of something? <laughs> Come the growls from below. Call Malchus uh, an asswipe. No, he won't do that. Would you give me a perception check at disadvantage? It's very hard to see this thing that I want that I want to see if you notice. <sighs> Come on, disadvantage though, right? At disadvantage. All right. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's cool. Nilrim is gonna poke his head out, and he'll say audibly. So, if you guys want to roll perception checks, you can. Um, uh, do you think four bears is enough? What's he doing? What? <laughs> Captain Winters. 
It's just like Greg with the dragon. Uh -huh. Shit, just kill him nearly deserves it. You're just oh, 40 just feet away. Dragons. You can hear this shout. He's 30 feet in the air. There's no way a bear can reach him. Um, and from above you, Captain Winters, you're only 40 feet away. You can hear someone shouting. Yeah. There's four bears <laughs> enough. I already. Okay. I mean to lose some sympathy for. No, I don't know really what's going on, so I'm still going to help him, but there's some fucking wacky shit going on here. Um, I am focusing Neil on this bear coming to get me, and as it starts climbing this tree, I want to stab it in the fucking face as it's yeah. climbing. That's my plan. I'm not. This is life or death right now, so I'm. Well, hyper that's focused. Exactly what the bear does. It comes towards you, it rears back up on its feet, and it begins to like grab the tree and hoist yeah. its whole body up, and then grab again and gets right up towards you. No, so go I'm ahead. stopping it in the face as soon as it gets That's enraged. what I'm saying, yeah. Ready to attack, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. get. You, the bear comes into range. Make me an attack roll. You do get your one for high ground, of course. Well, do I get any for the fact that the bear can't move, right? Because it's on the tree. It can't dodge. Uh, I'll okay. give you advantage. Bear, but... I'll just give you flat give advantage. advantage. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, take, I'll take advantage, okay. Take that. So we're talking about a plus one here. So we're looking at a d20 plus four with advantage. Mm-hmm. I assume I've got, depending on how I'm sitting, can I attack with my offhand or is my offhand use, using to hold on No, because the, the offhand is a dagger, right? Yeah. So your rapier is going to outrange your dagger by a great distance. Um, okay, you won't be able to use a dagger. Me, I, can, I can still block with the rapier. Yeah. With the, uh, with the dagger, the, yes. The okay, all right. Yeah. 22, 22. Yes, you clear by five. Crit? You critical the bear. You stab it right in its big brown bear snout. Stupid fairy fuck. Nine damage. Um, to a bear that is not an insignificant blow you stab it through its snout and it pulls its head back as like blood begins to pour from its big bear like nose and Dang it, its big bear like eyes blocking its bear like vision yes giving it bear like disadvantage on its bear like attacks <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance that this guy falls off the tree after being stabbed in the face while climbing? You did do about a third of its hit points in damage. There's some rules for that, probably, right? No, not con check. Maybe it's um, If you're climbing walls, you ha might have to make various checks to be knocked off or not, but he's got claws, so even if the bear like loses his focus, the claws will still hold on to the tree, so he's not going to fall. You might get the bear to retreat in anger or like in fear, but brown bears are highly aggressive creatures. Highly. I swear to God, I swear to God if my character dies, I'm going to be so fucking mad for me. So I'm going to need you two to make me this perception check at disadvantage, Captain. All right, well, there's no chance, Neil. I've got eight perception, but... Oh! 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 He does it! Insane. So what you notice as you stab the bear and pull out your rapier and the red blood flows over its bear-like nose is that in its bear-like eyes are, are not the black beady eyes you would expect from a creature like this. They have this like 
blood red tint to them. They are discolored. They are not just like normally discolored, but magically discolored. They are an impossible shade of eye color. And there's like a movement to the red. It's too, I can't give you more detail than that because you only see this for a quick moment before the bear lunges upwards again with its big claws and reaches for you. It's not gonna be able to uh, make a claw attack, but it can make a bite attack at you like this because it's holding itself in place while it nips for your heels. Wait. With an 11. You're okay, good. misses. I, I try and deflect it with my uh, offhand anyway, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, at this point, the other two have gotten to the boat. You've seen that nothing is there. Uh, and looking, because the boat is just, just off screen right here, looking down, you'll see, or looking up, you'll see the bear is at a tree, scampering up the tree, maybe 40 feet from you. Uh, Captain Winters? Sail! Help me! Archie, I think that bear's trying to kill Winters. Let's go help our captain. The and i like... <clears throat> Offer my arm, like the bro arm thing, you know the two arm meme. <laughs> oh yeah, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the high five. At this point, I will need everybody to roll into initiative because we're entering normal combat rounds now. What do you want for me to wait till the end of the round? Um, what what you do you want to do? You rope trick, mate. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah but I mean, if they, all, if they all leave, I'm gonna lightning bolt them eventually. So ah, I'll wait, I'll wait, right. I'll wait this round. I'll wait oh. this round. Okay. Wait to see what happens. Oh. Ah, shit, my bear's going first. Fuck. I can't find the button for the thing I want to press. Uh, there. Oh, Listen, yeah, that's Archie. a full one-round initiative casting time, oh, yeah, so you're yeah, just going to yeah. go last. Perfect. That's right, that's right. Okay. Um, They're still going to get the bless, though. He would know this, right? Or no? Let's see. Uttering bless. The caster raises the morale of friendly creatures. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm, I'm going to curse them. Uh, oh, oh okay. okay. You're cursing the bears. Oh. Right. Thank you. Um, second use of this. Do, 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 do. So, yeah, they have to just not be in combat, uh, melee combat. So this bear that's fighting Captain Winters won't be affected, but these ones back here will be. Um, but it's also a 50-foot cube, so you couldn't have hit. Oh, you could maybe have. All right, it's fine. You, you'll hit the bears. The three I just in the assumed back. that they wouldn't get to Archie this room. They have like 70 foot of movement? Uh, we'll see. We will okay. see. Archie, John Winters, that is everybody. So Sale begins chanting the words to curse. Archie, you're the first person to move. You hear Captain Winters calling out in help from the tree. Um, the reverse yeah. doesn't say that they... I think you can cast the reverse when they're already in combat. Because it doesn't say. It just says it gives minus one to morale and attack rolls. But you can rule that how you want. Yeah, I'm going to say that the... That's fine. It's the same um, application. Okay. How high up is the bear that's attacking Winters? His hind legs are maybe five feet off the ground. So if you were standing behind him, you'd have like a big bear-like butt in your face. Let's see. Punching bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess we're about to find out. I'll run up to the bear. I, I probably can't pull it down. There's no fucking way. Yeah, I'm just going to punch at it and try to jump at it and try to punch its spine. All right. You give a, a leap and a... Um, 
No, the tree's in the way. He's going to have to come up and assess the situation and then make yeah. his attack. You give a, a big swing. Whoosh, um, and your blow connects with the bear's ribs and back. It is ooh, a lot nice of damage as you can hear and feel the breaking of the bear's ribs under the weight of your fist. Oh, You're offhand. Yeah, Punch number two. <laughs> connects with the bear again and the bear lets go of its grip and slides back to the ground off my captain the bear launches itself at you with a full flurry of brown bear attacks I'd like Claw. to block this oh yeah you no no free block is good here you you just need to hit a oh yeah that's something really, I just roll my, my attack roll normally right yeah i think so yes yeah, you, you just need to hit ac 16 he's, with the... he's done it he blocks it oh my god yeah nice nice fucking Woo! so the, the tell me what it looks like when the when you block a bear who's about to rip your face off what does that block I, look like i angle my punch in a way where it it hits its its paw not its claw and bats him away from me Ah, the bruised paw comes back in a in like a roar of pain as the left hand comes through with a an attempted strike at you. You manage to easily duck out of it, and the bear drops to all fours as its mighty teeth come to bite your head off. With an eight landing in front of you, the bear is bruised. Its ribs Holy are broken. Shit. It roars in suffering and pain. Does Archie get a perception collapse? Yes, Archie, you two get a perception check. And you see the bear's eyes. They're not black and beady. They're red, and they're moving. There's like an unnatural aura around this bear. You can see it in its face. There's something unusual. The other bears over here have not... Mm -hmm. You know when the bear fell out of the tree, would I not get an attack opportunity? Force? Falling, forced movement, falling movement doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. Only the, like, I'm stepping away, like, we're sparring and I walk away from you. But if you're, like, mm-hmm. falling, it all happens too quickly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the other three bears over here are not concerned with Captain Winters in any way, shape, or form. Two of them are pawing at the ground at Nelrum, while the third one reaches up onto its hind legs and grab, like tries to grab at the rope. It can't climb the rope. The rope can't support the bear's weight. But the bear, in its effort to just like bat around the rope, does shred it at the... I don't know how tall a grizzly bear is when it's standing. Maybe like 14 feet tall or something. It will like break the rope, dropping it down. So you'll have like a, a 15-foot section of rope and you're 30 feet in the air. Um, eventually, Captain Winter's turn rolls around. Uh, you know what I'm doing, Neil, don't you? You're going to pancake it. I am jumping out the tree onto the back of the bear and killing it. <laughs> With both attacks, attacks at once. First of all, like, rapier in the back. And then when I land on it, like, stab my dagger mm-hmm. into its, like, side. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm taking high ground. In fact, I think I should get charge on this, really. You are not moving 30 feet. I know, but I'm falling out of the, I'm falling out of the tree. I'll give no, you a, a plus two for back attacks. It's the same as charge. Okay, I'll Any take... fall damage? That's better. Let's yeah, see if he lands on the bear or not on the bear. Come on. Okay, wait. Is it just attack roll to land on the bear? Yeah. 
Okay, so two for back attack, one for high ground, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. sure. Rapier first, then yeah. off hand. 24. Oh. Oh, and a nine. So That's the rapier runs right through the bear and like sort of awkwardly moves your fall because you do crit the bear with a natural 18. Um, and so roll me damage. It is enough to slay the bear as the rapier goes through its spinal cord right at the base uh, of its neck. You land thud heavy on the bear um, and can rip out your rapier as I, Sail's curse goes off. What is the curse, Sail? Uh, have I noticed that the bears have any influence of another being? Mm-mm, no, you're you're too far away to be looking at these things. You don't have the bears right in your face. I will say, uh, be gone, or uh, may Rohi drag you to the depths. Mm. Uh, barnacled sea urchin. Mm, excellent. Um, let's all roll initiative again for the next round. You know, Nilrum's he's happy with what's going on. You know, his crew's finally helping him out. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally, you're in the center of attention, Nilrum. You've done How did Nilrum get in this situation? <laughs> How could this happen to him, dude? I don't know, yeah. It's unforeseen. Unlucky. Four bears just run out at him? Bad luck, yeah. Bad luck, man. All right. Um, so here's our initiative. Captain Winters, you land on the bear. It's dead before you. I'd like to high-five uh, Captain yeah. Winters for I, taking out the bear together. Yeah, I, I pull my rapier out the bear. Like, I sheathe my dagger, and I uh, go to Archie for a high-five. And then I turn back and say, all right, let's save his ass you know, we again. Could, we could just leave him there. It'd be pretty funny. Yeah. As much as he probably deserves it. Uh, where else am I going to find another wizard? Yeah. So, I think, Neil, what I will do is, um... Like, I want to ready... Oh, I don't really want to charge into the bears. But I think what I'm going to do is wait for Archie's initiative, and then we'll go in together at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that okay? That's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this bear over here is still looking for Nilrum, still oblivious to the new people who have entered the field. Archie can take a turn, though. And then the two of you together? Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 point I, at, I point at this bear here. Yeah, I'll run at him and fucking charge him. Yeah. The two of you I'm run to the bear. Running head first from the three bears. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Flank attack? Yeah, I'll give you a plus one for the flank. Um, it's not quite far enough for a proper charge. With the rain and the muddy ground uh, being developed here, a charge wouldn't really work anyway. Whoosh, whoosh. Your rapier goes wide. Your dagger just yeah. hits fur, but to no avail. Archie. Let Archie handle it, Nick. Yeah. Oh, oh whoops, that's initiative, sorry. Oh, a crack to the bear's skull. Somehow Archie does it again. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. Teeth go flying. <laughs> when you beat dinosaurs to death, what's a bear, really? 
<laughs> second fantastic blow. The bear stumbles under the impact, under the fury of the crimson fists. Oh. And that's when the other bear, the one that shredded the rope, takes notice to these things and comes over here to eat Mr. Archie himself. 1D... D20 plus 5 minus 1 from the curse, and you get a block. You need a 16 or better. Ooh, it is a miss. The bear will claw you for six points of damage as it rips open your fleshy hide. Its left claw comes out as well with a 10 plus 5 is 15 is not quite your AC. And its bite, a natural 18 plus 5 is a 23 will not just hit you, it will crit you. So it gets like one claw across your chest, the other misses, and then it does sink its big bare teeth into you for 2d8 damage. Uh, six plus four is ten points of damage, and I think that might even break your armor spell. Excellent. His armor is broken. Excellent. Your AC drops dramatically. The next bear, the one that you both punched and attacked, turns to face you. Does he um, find me this bear, or can I, can, I, can I draw his attention? Or is he just killing Archie? No, I think the bears, you know, there's two of you, there's two bears. It's going for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, too, will claw at I, you. Wait, 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 wait. Before you roll anything, I'm using my block on its bite. Got you. It claws for a 9 and 5 is 14. Nope. Second claw, 13 and 5 for 18. That hits. It's five points of damage. And the bite, which you attempt to block, which is a 17 and 5, a 22. Can you roller roll lower than a 17 naturally, but still make a 16? Oh, it. it's a close block. You like go to to block the bear, the bear's bite, but it just like instead eats your hand, chomping yeah. down on your arm for three points of damage with its bear-like yeah. teeth. Sail. Uh, things are looking very bad. I am going to... My intention was to charge forward, uh, forward and attack the closest bear, which I think is this guy. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I'll make my way forward and attack. You can come to the other side of the tree, get a good angle on the bear's flank for another plus one to hit. Uh, so an extra plus one on top of this. Oh, my oh it's a natural one. <laughs> um, Nick, why is it a natural one? Why would I know? Thanks. You mean? I was, I was asking you to <laughs> to attack the bear, and he tripped on a small little log. <laughs> it's a fumble. You trip over the roots of the tree just as you get to the bear. You plant yourself in the mud and manage to pull yourself up. No one has seen it. It's fine. Your honor is intact, but you are muddy from head to toe. <laughs> and that's when this bear down here that everyone thought was dead no. like slumped no. to its side no. sort of like no. gets itself <laughs> back up to its feet it claws at you for a 14 for a 20 and takes a bite for a 15 I mean that back attack right this is including plus two for back attack. 
So the 20 yeah. will claw my, you. My back, my back is, oh. is bolted. Oh. So they all hit. They all hit. The first claw is four damage. The second claw is six damage. And the bite is three damage. Captain Winters, double teamed by brown bears, is quickly dragged into the mud, beaten bloody and dying. Initiative. Uh, Nilrum, you, what are you doing this round? Yeah, well, I gotta do something, Nick. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Nick? Have I, also, have I noticed that the bears are either red yet? Oh yeah, give me that perception check now that you're up and amongst them. Uh, my perception is actually just the dumb stuff. Yeah, you see that, like, red in the bear's eyes that's, like, slowly turning. Uh, and as a cleric, do I see any insight as to what, like, is it religious? Is there, <clears throat> do I, like, have the smell of another god? <laughs> I really like that, that imagery. Uh, would you make me a... Ooh, you do not have a religion proficiency. So I need you to make me a wisdom check at disadvantage. Make me two wisdom checks and we'll take the lowest one. Yeah. This, like, turning red is unmistakably to you the symbol of Melchus, god of chaos. Fucking shit up. Uh, okay. Somehow, Malchus has, like, controlled or taken over these bears. It's definitely not a normal, natural thing for bears to have swirling red shapes in their eyes. Alright, I can drop from the rope trick and still cast, yeah? You'll give me that, or no? Um, yeah, if you want to delay your initiative by one to get out of the rope trick, totally. But you are going to be falling. If you yeah, climb down partway, you'll still be falling and taking some damage. Oh. Man's gonna do what a man's gonna do. Glad you see it that way. Okay. My lightning bolt. It's not gonna hit Nick, because he's down. You agree or no? Uh, yeah, because it's a five-foot-wide bolt, so if you just aim it at the right height, should be fine. Mazel tov. Can you not big brain it and, like, reflect it off the tree stump and hit the other bear? I'm 18 in. Of course I can. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And sorry, I'm just fixing something over here. Oh, true. Archie should have more AC because of Chaos Ward, right? Doesn't it give him? Oh, ooh, one. yes. Plus one in melee. How much? It's plus one against melee attack, plus two against ranged. Or, Does that affect anything? Uh, um, I don't remember the attacks that hit Archie. No, the attacks all hit him and then broke his armor. But yeah. there was a crit, right? Would it have crit? It was Ooh. your AC was 18 before the crit, right? It would have been 19 now, yeah. Yeah, so that wouldn't have crit you. But I don't remember what the damage rolls on the crit were, so we're just gonna have to leave it be. It was it was six and four. It was six and four. All right, so the four would be gone. You can have an additional four HP. Good awesome. memory. Beautiful. Um, Archie, you are first. Okay. Um, he actually has 
one more charge of his armor then. Oh, the armor's still up? Yeah, 35 minus 23 is uh, 12, and you get 13 right now. So oh, okay. that was okay. a very important point of AC. Yeah, that's actually All right. insane. All right, Archie. Okay. Um, I will punch the low HP bear. Which, is this the low HP bear, or is this the low HP bear? Oh, so you, the, the, the one in front of me. The one I just okay, this one, me. yeah, here. Uh, 14 is the bear's AC. Uh, actually, the bear's AC is 13 because of the chaos, uh, the, the curse. So you strike it again in the jaw. Another uppercut to the bear. Ugh, some more teeth fall out. Four more. So that's probably going to render the bear seemingly dead or unconscious. It thumps to the ground. Ooh. <laughs> Captain Winters takes a point of bleeding damage, slowly dying. The bear, the bear from behind, the bear that was down. I go it, at the same time as that bear. You do go at that same time? Yes. Um, the bear that has downed Captain Winters doesn't eat him, doesn't change targets, but with his teeth grabs Captain Winter's leg and pulls him and drags him away from the fight. Well, I'm going to be lightning bolting that bear as well. Okay. I'm going to see Malchus, lads. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'll prevent that. Hold on. That's alright. Well, you know. My goal would be, I don't I don't know exactly how to do lightning bolt yet. Uh, Nick can help me out here, but I wanted to hit this bear and this bear when they're at the same spot, but if I can't do that, then I'm only going to be hitting this bear. Does that make sense? Right, so the problem is that Archie is in the way. Right, because the bear is here. Oops, I think they were like this. Um, Archie is directly between you and the bear. There's no way you can hit this bear without hitting Archie. Yeah, I can hit this one. Off the tree, maybe. Can I reflect it? 18 intelligence, Nick. Or quite yeah. You want to bounce the bolt off the tree into the bear. You got to do some like crazy geometry on the fly. Um, I think there's a mathematics do. proficiency. Do you have the mathematics proficiency? They can make I an inch like a half inch. Yeah. But I'm a fucking genius. You are a fucking genius. You've never studied geometry, but you're going to try and do it on the fly anyway. Give me an int check at half your int. It's a hard thing to do in the middle of the rainstorm. Oh, it's not going to work. Um, let's see. 18 is close to 21. It's not a, like a, a crit fail, so you don't misjudge it, but you do make the judgment that with these lighting conditions and with this short of time, you're not going to be able to arc it properly off that tree. So go ahead and pick any target you want. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think. So, Miller would probably drop out here. Oh, wait a minute. I think I lied to you. Lightning Bolt allows you to start the bolt at a distance away from you. It must come from you. But you could yeah. start the bolt on the other side of Archie. Like, you could okay. have it created from there and then rip through the bear. All right, I'll do that. If that is Nick, that's how a lightning bolt works, right? Yep. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And it has to be, like, a way from you, yeah. So, like, yeah. in theory, if I had passed that, I could have arced it from here to here or whatever. Sure, getting two targets. But I can't do that, so I'm just going to start it from here and, I guess, obliterate. Roll me 5d6. <clears throat> yeah. As the bear grabs Captain Winter's leg, picks it up, 
begins to drag him away, and then the bear is just exploded by the lightning, sending viscera and blood showering the place. Um, doesn't need to make a save. It is just dead. Sail. Sail, what do you think about the blood explosion? Sorry? What do you think about the blood explosion that just occurred? The bear just, like, exploded into blood? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's another bolt of lightning, another clap of thunder, and then the bear explodes, showering you with blood from the other side of the tree. Uh, I think that's probably spooky enough to, uh, Make Sail go a little nuts in the heat of battle. That's like mm. gonna freak him out a little. Mm. Does he taste a little bit of the blood? Yeah, he's kind of like just kind of licks his lips. Uh, what the fuck are those, Koibu? Appearing from the north side of the map are two humanoid-like creatures, feminine in appearance, with a, uh, a skin tone of like an olive green. Um, or not an olive green, like a, a light green, like a, a mossy green skin tone and hair that intertwines with branches and horns, making it very difficult to distinguish what the hell these things are. A pair of them appear. Throw hotness check. Fifteen and sixteen. Nice. Oh, um, nice. And they call out in a language I don't think any of you recognize. And Nick, would you roll me a d20? And Archie, would you roll me a d20? Mm-hmm. Excellent. It will That's affect good. one. And uh, Archie. Stuck on rolling. It's, oh. it's stuck on rolling dice. I don't know. It's building tension for you personally. No. Oh, they will pass their checks on both of them. They call out in a foreign language, and the bears before you begin to sway and then collapse to the ground, unconscious. Uh, Except for this one. This one who is still fighting, so maybe the battle music shouldn't have stopped. Sail, it's your turn. Two bears are down, unconscious and sleeping. One bear has exploded, and then one bear that you were pretty certain was dead is um, about to go eat your captain. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, like, take a piece of my holy symbol and, like, crush it in my hand with the blood and, like, coat my rapier with it mm. and say, be gone in the name of Rohi, and then stab it as hard as I can. I assume this one is down, but it's yet to get back up. Like the... mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. It is rising to its feet. Oh, I have to make an attack? Cause it's... You do have to make uh, an attack. I thought attack. it was incapacitated. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just temporarily downed and getting back up. Well, uh, but like, while it is... I fucking missed. No, it's it is prone still, right? It is in the getting up, and when you're kneeling, your AC is two less than normal. So oh, it yeah. is AC is twelve. You will manage to stab it. Can you do the requisite damage, though? I don't think so. No, <laughs> it's close, but it's no cigar. The bear grabs hold of Captain Winter's ankle and drags him now this way. Off into the distance, and everyone will need to reroll initiative. Do I get an opportunity? I was right beside him. You're right, you do get an opportunity attack. It is dragging him directly away from you, and Archie was right there too. You both get opportunity attacks. Uh, The bear is no more. Roll me some damage, potato, but I'm pretty sure you can do three. 
Don't roll one. Ha <laughs> 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 All right. You put the bear down as it drags the captain away. And soon, it's just the two unconscious bears. The two dead bears. The bleeding to death captain. Uh, the crimson fist himself. To the, to the captain and use his healing salve on him. Uh, saying that he's sorry. Which is something very unbecoming. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, and I'm going to use all... I was awake to hear it. I'm going to use all nine? I mean... <laughs> no one um, will use his entire healing salve on the captain. Wow. Was the... Was the captain hurt last round? Could I get a healing check to attempt to, like, patch one of his wounds? Mm, I did take uh, one damage last round. No, he yeah. took a bleeding damage. No, it's too late for that. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's when your attention turns to the newcomers. All they, right, wait. So I've been, I've been healed for nine, right? It takes right? time, though. It will take yeah, time. Okay. You're unconscious well, presently. I'm going up to six. I'm just going to put myself on six, so I remember. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll mark I'm unconscious. Um, standing... Sort of before you are these two creatures with um, long, pointed, and firm ears. Sort of a hair that stands sort of spiky and almost like a punk way, but intertwined with it are some horns and some flowers. There's some bluebells and some, what do you call those things? Um, daisies mixed in there. They almost look like they're growing out of their head, but they must just be like placed in there gently. They have thin, silky clothes um uh, light mossy green colored skin dark forest green hair uh one of them wheel carries a bow and a quiver of arrows at its side the other has no weapons on them and they look towards you somewhat concerned give him a wave i give him uh, a little i'll say uh See, our, take our, out our that bear down do you have any healing magics <clears throat> Wait, or, um, <laughs> has, uh, has Captain John's uh, leg hair regrown since the last time that we shaved him? Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. We'll yeah, I guess you're going to find out. <laughs> we haven't got much time. I'm going to be awake soon. Yeah, I asked uh, the people if mm -hmm. they have any healing magics or anything. They do not. Um, they shake their heads and approach the bears sort of keeping an eye on you like positioning themselves in such a way that the bears are between you and them and they oh god they want to get to the bears heads um and will attempt to sort of i'm gonna conceal check on them mm. okay no right. one's doing that i'm gonna push the captain's body <laughs> over it okay <laughs> uh the women inspect these creatures, um, pull back their their eyelids, and you can see, even though their eyes are slightly rolled up, that the bear's eyes have returned to their darkened shapes. When one mm. of the creatures, this one over here, will call out in a gentle voice, Are you okay? Do you know what has happened to these creatures? I do not. I saw we are okay. Malchus in their eyes. We felt the disturbance from a great distance and came as quickly as we could. These poor, benevolent beasts. What would have caused Malchus to do such a thing? Um, no frogs. <laughs> yeah. 
the creatures look between you all just shrugs all around no one claiming anything or no responsibility Marcus is unpredictable who knows why he did this Archie's, uh, Archie has no fucking idea who Malicus is. He is so confused. Mm. He's like looking around to see if he can like see him. Huh? Um, one of the creatures approaches this tree and places a hand on the tree oh. and begins to cast no, no, chant uh, some words. Oh, we'll cough a little bit. Uh, well, uh, after he sees her casting, you know. I think I might have known what happened. I, uh... In my foolishness, I was uh, reaching out to Malchus to uh, ask him a question, and it seems that he uh, was not keen on me speaking with him. This one continues to speak the words to the spell. This other one will pipe up, saying... For Malchus to reach down and control these gentle creatures so quickly and immediately, you must have driven him to great wrath. What could you have said to that deity to make them reach out, put their hand upon the world, and steal away the minds of these noble monsters? I guess I just have a a knack for pissing people off. Eh, and he'll scratch his head. Hmm. <laughs> you really do, Miller. You really do. Mm-hmm. Avoiding the, the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, will every conscious person present please make me a wisdom... No, a... Thank you. Uh, an intelligence or charisma check. Your, your pick. Both of them are acceptable to me. So Nilrum is, is a, the only... Go ahead. If this is a spell, by the way, I think Yan gets chaos ward resistance to it unless it's non-targeted. Good point. Take that into account. Um, Nilrum, you're taking a look at these creatures. You're a well-read man. You lived in the House of a Mage for a long time. You've read the things that are there. You are pretty certain these are dryads. Um, And what you would have read about dryads is that dryads are beautiful, intelligent tree spirits. They are as elusive as they are alluring. However, dryads are rarely seen unless taken by surprise or they wish to be spotted. Um, We don't need to go into that. Uh, Their complexion and hair color changes with the seasons, presenting the sprite with a natural camouflage. Blah, blah, blah. This enables her to blend with the falling leaves of autumn. Blah, blah, blah. Um, blah, blah, blah. Dryads often appear in clo- uh, appear clothed in loose, simple garments. They wear clothing that is the color of the oak grove. Blah, blah, blah. They're shy, non-violent creatures. They rarely carry weapons, but sometimes carry knives as a tool. Let's see, what was your in check? 31? Okay, I'll give you plenty of the details. Um, you know that they are rumored to have the power to charm people. Um, and it has been known that sometimes dryads will charm a person who will disappear into the woods with them, never to be seen from again. So even though they are nature spirits, they can be, like all fey creatures, uh, tricksy, charming, and dangerous in ways that are unknown. Let's see. 
They uh, have the ability to move between trees. They can, like, walk through one tree and out through another. They can also speak with plants, which is what that other one must be doing as she touches the tree and speaks with it. Some legends claim that dryads are the animated souls of very old oak trees, but your your wizard uh, mentor was sort of poo-pooing on those ideas. Let's see. They're usually solitary, but sometimes you might encounter up to six in one place. It's fairly rare. These tree spirits realize that humans and most demi-humans fear them for their ability to charm, so dryads only deal with strangers on rare occasions. When approached carefully, however, they've been known to aid people who are in a time of need or distress. They're a great source of information if you can be friends with them, because they know a great deal about the area in which they live, and they are staunch protectors of the forest and groves in which they reside. Any action that harms the area, especially the plant life, is met with little tolerance from these fey folk. I'll uh, call out it's most unusual for uh, a god, even Malchus, to uh, touch these creatures, as you said. Hmm. Have you ever seen it before? Not in all my centuries have I seen Malchus reach out and so touch these beasts. I have seen his counterpart manipulate the forces of nature to great, great and terrible danger. But never Malchus here. A stare? There's an approving nod. What has he done, if you don't mind me asking? The island east of here, once lush and overgrown, now uninhabitable. For what reason? I take no part in the business of men. I know not why these things come to pass. The other dryad has finished speaking with the tree and looks back over the party. She pissed or she's chill? She's chill for the time being. Okay. Um, Sail, Archie, do you have anything to say to these strange fey creatures that have appeared literally out of nowhere and look something like oh oh it's not adjusting god damn it I'll get you a picture of him soon um what did you say one of them had a 16 hotness roll yeah I was mm-hmm. going to say mommy dryad take me to the forest please yes. is there a roll I can make to see if I fall in love with one of them Oh, yeah, give me a charisma check. Yeah, man. I mean, look at that. Look at look at these facial look at features. That. Oh, let's get this right over here. Look at look at this creature, huh? Yeah. She's a tree girl, dude. She's what else a, do you want? She's a free-flowing Archie's nature really, spirit. You know? Archie's never really shown uh, interest in, in human women, but for some reason, this girl is kind of doing it to him, so he's, like, very... He's stunned and like he's just kind of like stuttering, and can't really. He, he's not used to this at all. He's never like been struck like this before, so he's just like kind of stunlocked. What's your charisma, Archie? Uh, uh 12? twelve. 
it's not enough for her. Well, what's your hotness? Because we this is using charisma as a, a makeshift for hotness. Do we have we picked everyone's hotnesses? Have you oh, already decided? Yeah, mine is eleven. Eleven. Okay. Yeah, you're not doing mine, it for her. Mine's sixteen. Yours is sixteen. <laughs> Anyone else have sixteen? Is fifteen enough? Sixteen is the magic number we're looking for here. Anyone else with sixteen hotness, or just the wounded captain? Just the wounded captain. Excellent. Well. One of them, as they come forward to inspect their wounded, will go, Oh my, is your friend injured? He is, but I think I've patched him up. I used my healing salve on him. We can take him away and see to his wounds, make sure he recovers swiftly. I, with my 31, know what's going on here, no? Yeah, you know what's going down here. If they take him, you'll never see him again. (laughs) Is that so bad, really? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Son of a bitch. well madam you said that um you didn't have any healing magics so i think he'll be best in our care i do appreciate you uh looking out for us though i do have one more question if you would so uh bemuse me do you know where the fountain of youth is have you heard of it i heard it's here in the dardens She gives you that slow regarding look that lets you know she's like trying to decide whether or not to share information with you. Um, And after a few moments pause, she just gives you a, for what purpose would you seek the fountain of eternal youth? Well, you see, I'll call after Seymour. My monkey here. He's um he's getting quite up there in age. And he's been with me since I was just a wee boy. And I know him will fake a tear, you know? He'll cover his eyes. And I would be so sad if poor Seymour had to pass. Please, share with me anything, just a piece. Don't let Seymour go into the night. This is a big lie that we're telling on the spot. Give me a charisma check to sell it. Sell it hard, Nilrum. Because they're God already looking at you with some suspicion. Can I get a bonus here? Or anything, like a plus one for fake crying, you know? For you hamming did. it up. I, I went all out there. Fake cry, yeah. Just a, a one? No one's a pathological liar. That is okay? true. If, if anything, I might throw out an intelligence check here because... Now, I'm not, I know I'm not going to get that. But maybe a combination because he knows how to manipulate people. Because he literally lies about everything, no matter even if, if there's a reason. He just lies. All right, I'll give he you a plus one for your, right. your, your lying. You are a sociopath of some kind. <laughs> that, that fits, though. Yeah, the dryads see right through it. Um... They shake their heads. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't know anything. Poor, poor Seymour. Poor little Seymour, indeed. No one gives him a wry smile. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> he gets himself off like nothing happened. <clears throat> we must be off then. Thank you for help with the bears. 
Archie, mm. uh, Sale, do you have anything to say to the to the nice uh, wood people? I give him a nod on the back. What about you, Sale? Um, are you are you tree people? <laughs> Sure, you could call us that, they say, as the this one will like step over the bear and just walk into the actual tree here and just vanish, like takes a foot and walks to the tree as if it's not there and Before is gone. Before this one leaves, uh, no one will say, my master always said that you guys were descendants of uh, trees. He always made fun of it. Is it true? No. <laughs> I knew it. Um... And he disappears, she disappears into this tree as well, leaving the unconscious grizzly bears, who are now no longer swirling with the chaos of Malchus, but are still angry, unconscious grizzly bears. Uh, Captain will wake up around now. I'm taking the Uh, eyeball of this bear and this bear. This bear, I'm taking his eyeballs. Great, yeah. I think... My hand goes instinctively to my wounds and pulls back to find the the healing self. I open my eyes. What do I what do I see? Is anyone crouched up. over me or Yeah, I'm crouched over you with a dagger. Oh Captain, we were just about to shave your legs. Good to see you woken up. What? The bears, they dead? Uh asleep. Let's get out of here quickly before they wake up and I'll help you out. Captain, there was there was the most wonderful girl. You you can't that's true, you did miss her. Them, Captain, I give a Else. wink to, to, say, or to uh, Archie. They are bears, Archie. <laughs> I think we're going to start walking away. I know you're built like one, but that doesn't mean you can uh, have romantic intentions towards a bear. Give me a hand. I give my hand to Archie to pull me up. We'll pull you up. Ugh, fuck. God, They're only stinks. sleeping, Captain, so uh, we should probably get out of here. Wait. I look over my shoulder to see the, the two bears. Okay, let, let's fucking go. Archie, what's with the dumb look on your face? Let's go. There were, there were tree girls. They were... You don't understand, Captain. <laughs> Archie, wake the fuck up. I like slap him across the face. Come on. <laughs> Normal. Sorry. Normal walk uh, I, the party. I, I must still be charmed from that cult that abducted me earlier. I'm sorry. I think I'm getting charmed by this new dryad cult, Archie. I'm, I'm right there with you. What the fuck happened tonight, by the way? I was sleeping quite peacefully. We've got some explaining to do here. And I, uh, I start to walk back, hobbling to the, uh, to the boat. Mm-hmm. As Norm walks ahead from the party to the boat, he'll um, look up towards the sky, I guess the whirling pool um, in the, mm. or the storm. Swirling clouds above you. Mm-hmm. And he'll uh, think to himself, uh, message received loud and clear, Malchus. And he'll flick one of the eyeballs of the bear into his mouth and he'll bite it. Jesus Christ. It'll pop in your mouth. Warm, juicy eyeball fluid filling your throat. Crunchy eyeball outsides. Mm, kind of like octopus. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he gives a wink 
to the whirlpool, I guess. Or um, fried jellyfish is more what it's like. Yeah. And the rest of the party returns to the boat. You can spend the rest of the night in the boat under some makeshift shelters. The rain dissipates slowly over the evening. Um, and we will take our last break and come back on the other side with some more Tides of Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Our players and characters can sleep the night away. Waking up comfortably rested-ish the next morning, minus the bear wounds all over you. Um, mm -hmm. In the morning, I wake up. I think, man, that was a fucking wild dream. And then I try to stand up, and my stomach hurts, and my legs ache. And I realize that it wasn't a dream, and I'm still, like, sort of bleeding. I, I think I'm first awake, right? And I, mm -hmm. I look around at the party, and I look over the three of them, and then I think, wait, did Sale say something about a cult? And what was going on with those bears' eyes? And something about tree wind? What the fuck? And uh, I just, like, clap my hands. Oi! All right, wake up, everyone. Get up. Time to go. And I'm sleeping around. I go over, and I, like, sort of kick Sale awake, and then kick Norm awake, and then... I crouch down next to Archie and sort of gently shake him awake. <laughs> Since he saves my ass every time. Lame what the fuck happened last night? Well, I think... Fucking bears, man. They just came up on me. I'm unlucky. Beautiful, unlucky. beautiful tree girls. Archie right, was I'm... kidnapped by the uh, the cult that's on this island. Those people, those townspeople, yeah, they, uh, they charmed him. They took him Evil in the night cult. and I saved him. The ocean oh, yeah. man, the guy whose name we can't say. Yep, uh, I think uh, five of them were pulled into the water, uh, which was enough of a distraction for me to get Archie out of there. You guys wouldn't wake up, but you know, I had to go save Archie. I thought wait, there was wait, something suspicious happening. So, some cult members from the village distracted Archie and tried to kidnap him. Yeah, I think they were with them too, because they, they the, yeah. That old the woman was pretty stuff. sketchy. Yeah, and they had like fires, and I drank their, I drank their weird potions. I think I got luckily Sail was there to save me with the Ocean Man. And it, there was tentacles coming out at the beach and like pulling some of the cult members in and ripping them apart. It was crazy. Sail and Ocean Man saved me. Okay, and then the bears, Nora. Just dumb luck, I guess. What were you doing out there in the woods? Last I saw, you were sleeping right next to me. I went on a walk. And then four bears just started running at me. It's fucking crazy. Walking in the woods at night, that makes sense. I okay. know what you were doing out there. <laughs> okay. You went for a sneaky wank, didn't you? Yeah, I know, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me, Archie, you caught me, alright? Alright, oh, Captain. I'll, in the woods. Oh. I'll go for a wank. No, I feel you. <laughs> if you did that, that means the dryads watched you well why do you think <laughs> Wait, i did it it's kind of hot yeah so where did the dryads come from and what the fuck is a dryad they just walk through the trees they're like they're forest bitches you know they're hot they come after you guys killed the bears oh, or they put oh. the bears to sleep right they were we sleeping. killed two bears and then they put two to sleep killed that bear i jumped on its back i stabbed it through its spine and the motherfucker came behind me and killed me what the hell to cut its head off, Captain. This place is fucked up. We need to get out of here. 
This island is cursed or some shit. The witches must have done it. Let's get off the boat. Let's go. Let's not come back. I knew the people the on other this ones, island were way one. too friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Captain, right. I kind of want to go visit uh, the island with nothing on it that's desolate. The dryads were talking that uh, about it, how a stair apparently ruined the island. They don't it's know. probably why. the White Prince, right? She said it was a stair himself. Who we came down spend, and touched the island? We could spend days or even a week or two exploring that thing. This plum with Starbuck might be more fruitful. Okay. We'll put it to a vote, though. What do you two think? I say to Salem, Archie. You want to spend some time checking over that place? What was our plan with Starbuck again? We go there, we have a chat with him, see if we can't talk him into feigning pulling away his blockade. You know, and... you know Captain, I, I was going to go with... Uh, you know I always got your back for a plan, but mm -hmm. you know those forest ladies, they really made a good point last night. I think we should probably go with what they have to say. What, did they team. want us to... They said that we should go to that place? Well, it just kind of made it sound like it, right, uh, Magic Man? Isn't that what they... Say again? Isn't, isn't that what they... Isn't that what the forest ladies were uh, were kind of talking about? Is the island? They were talking about the island, yeah. They think yeah. we should go there? Well, they didn't say we should go there. They said that <clears throat> Astaire touched that place and ruined it. I don't know yeah. if there's anything we'll find, but there must be a reason, right? Could it not just be some shit like the the place with the, the fort where he sent all the undead and just ruined it because they were rebelling or something? It could be, hmm. but when I asked about it, it seemed like he actually physically touched the island, like Malchus physically turned those bears on us, which they made it seem is a very incredibly rare event. Okay, what do you think, Sal? I'll need to consult my god before I make this decision although my bias is against going to Starbuck and uh, can I do a read omen or mm -hmm. omen reading mm -hmm. uh, I ask will the land or sea bear fruit for us which of uh, how do I even phrase that well, will bear the greater fruit land or sea yeah basically here is my omen reading oh Oh wait, do you roll that in private? I am supposed it. to roll it in secret. Oh, my bad. That's right. Base. My bad. Never mind. <laughs> Saved. Sneak Lucky. in a second roll. Threw <laughs> <laughs> that die across the room. It's quite good because you roll it, and then if you pass, you just say, "Oh, can we just take that roll?" But if you fail, you're like, "Oh, Neil, you're not meant to roll that one." <laughs> True. Big brain. Big brain. <laughs> no, because if I roll it. I always know what the answer is. Sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. You uh, take a handful of sand under the water and sprinkle it in the tide pool. And you can see that as it drops, it forms like two mountain ridges um one close to you close to the shore and one you know deeper into the pool um and the two ridges are are fairly similar in height but the one closer to you on land is just like a little bit bigger than the one out to sea 
I, uh, I'll return to the party, and uh, I vote we go to the desolate island. All right. <clears throat> yeah, all right, let's do it. We'll check it out. I mean, with all the weird shit that's been happening in this place, maybe uh, maybe there's something to it. Might as well. Maybe all of the, the crazy events of last night were, uh, we were... Maybe it was meant to happen to us to get us to consider this or something. I don't know. Fuck it. If Starbucks gone by then, he's gone. Maybe would, there's more to explore around here, so it's fine. But uh, I'm still kind of wounded. Maybe I should use another healing self. Oh, at the start of today, I would like to dispel my third level spell and learn accelerate healing, and I'll cast it on Captain Winners so he'll heal faster every day. Excellent. Okay, so what will that get me? Uh, Roll the 1d4 to see how many days you heal at twice speed. Yeah. Rip times. I can cast it on you again tomorrow. Okay, so I'm going to get double healing, which means... I guess I just use a... Fuck, I think... Do I just use a full healing self here, or should I just stay out of combat? You stay out of combat. I think you're fine. Okay. I'm going to recast... Armor on me. Armor on you, yeah. I'll expel okay. um, two magic missiles today, and I'll cast armor on you. Or I'm mm -hmm. gonna have three magic missiles, and yeah, that's fine. Yep. Armor on Archie and on to. Yep. Cap. I'm also gonna like expel a few of my other spells, but I'll just like do that in the background, like just like create water, in no time. I need to get myself like a short bow proficiency or something these situations um all right i uh i will now like give up my position at the front of the party but we i think we we go into the boat and we aim to sail north around the island mm. and to so the desolate gonna, island do one of these north around this island and then are you going to just land at one spot or are you going to sail around the whole thing which spot do you want to land at what is your approach to exploring this new land keeping aware that Port Jasper is right here, yeah. so we're here. Any... So couldn't we just go over here? Yeah, we could. Yeah, okay. We can totally. Just yeah, mm -hmm. let's land land about there between the two mountain ranges. Great on the back side of the island between the two mountain ranges, and you look out across the thing. Um, the distance between these mountains has got to be like ten miles or something like that. So it's probably similar distance, maybe a little bit less side to side. Um, as soon as you set foot in this place, you can feel the like alkalinity of the soil at your feet. Whoever's wearing sandals, I assume someone's wearing a sandals. Um, the, you know, the ground here is definitely devoid of any nutrients that could hold life. Um, the wind blows this place kind of dry and, and, uh, hastily kicking up little bits of sand and blowing it on you within 15 minutes of being here you notice your clothes all have like this light dusting to them this light white dusting to them uh, you're not going to find any water in this place by the looks of it or if you do it might be dirty or contaminated in some way shape or form so you're going to have to load up some of your water skins from your boat and probably some food from your boat as well in case something happens and you need to spend some time out here how many days worth of provisions would you like to take, knowing that each day is about four pounds of provisions? How far across is the island? Mm, less than ten miles. 
You could get take there and back a day if it were flat, easy to walk ground. Let's take three days. Yeah. Okay. Everyone loads up with 12 pounds of gear and puts it in their bags and heads out across the area. You quickly leave the shore behind, and as soon as the sound of the crashing waves is in your rearview mirror, um, you feel like you've entered sort of another world situation. It's dry. It's unbearably dry for how close you are to the ocean. The wind picks up and sort of swirls and then dies and is very still and then rolls down off the mountains and whips across the plain here. It is a decent half-day hike to the edge of a dry lake bed. Um, the whole thing dips down below. You can see like the area where once the water would have rested. There's some reddish rock with uh, water lines that are like bleached white below and reddish rock above. And then the rest of the area is sort of like sandy, silty depression that would form this, this sea, this uh, lake bed. From your position on this lake bed, you can gaze out across and notice that there are ruins on the other side of the lake bed. There is some sort... Like, this whole area between these mountains is flat. It's really, really, really flat. Um, and then on the other side of this lake bed, there is some sort of, like, slight mounded something and then flat again in all directions. All right. Well, I think we go to the uh, ruins, right? Do you walk across the depression of the dried lake bed, or do you take the time to walk all the way around it? I think we walk around. Mm. How deep yeah, is Whatever it? the captain says. Because I don't, I mean, if it's too deep, we struggle to climb up the other side. Well, I mean, you know, it's sort of dipped. It looks like if everything is normal, you should be able to walk down and across and back up again. At its but, deepest sorry, is it, point, is it it's a few hundred feet. Is it, is it rocks? Uh, sand and silt. Yeah, so I think uh, it's too risky, right? We might not be able to climb back up the other side. Let's just go around. All right. Yeah. yeah walk around. You make um, your way most of the way around. Go ahead, Sal. While we're walking, you know that dust that's like sticking to us? Mm-hmm. Can I like try to take a handful of it? And like try to use it to cast a spell to see if it works. Yes. What spell would you like to cast? Uh, I'm just going to cast light on my hand, basically. Yeah, it doesn't work at all. Do I get to keep my spell? Like it just is a. You do. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you pull out the sand, the the dust, Mm. and you try to use it, and the magic does not flow. Okay. Um, you make your way around the dry lake bed. Partway through the day, a large dust storm kicks up. Just huge plumes, and you all have to bunker down for an hour or two in the sandstorm. You can't see more than, I don't know, six inches, maybe a foot in front of your face. You can't see each other even. Uh, your eyes, your mouth, your ears, everything gets covered with this, like, thick dust to the point that you just have to hide on the ground with your eyes closed and something covering your mouth so that you can even breathe. When the dust storm passes, you and all your companions are just like covered head to toe in this white dust, like plastered. Your hair is thick mm. and goopy and like stands in place. It's just, you know. Do I have any a- guess what this dust is? Maybe I'm just. A spell component. Uh, do you have a spellcraft proficiency? Um, I have spellcraft, yeah. Give me a spellcraft, Jack. 
Okay, and you are third, fourth, fifth level. Fifth level. Yeah, you don't recognize this component anywhere. It might be a higher level spell, or it might just be, you know, the dust Have left I ever behind. Have seen anything like this before? No. Okay, I'm gonna take a bag of it. Wait, are, we, are you saying we've never seen anything like the dust before? What's so odd about it? You've never seen a landscape like this before, I don't think. Right, sure. But oh, the, have the, I ever seen anything like this dust before? Well, it's sort of um, alkaline. You can feel it sort of like eating at your exposed skin when it's in large quantities. It coats everything pretty tightly. It's a different sort of dust than you've encountered before. Yes. I don't know if it's like necessarily worthy of your attention, but it is different. You know, it's like if you go to the Sahara um, and all of a sudden you're like walking in a sandstorm and that sand is going to be very different than the sand you find at a beach, but it's still like a big sandy thing. I don't know if that, if it's important that it's different sand, but it is different. I take Um, five pounds of it. Okay. You load up bags full of it. What do you want me to call it? Five pounds... Um, Moncher dust. Thank you. All right. Once the storm passes, I uh, like motion to like. If we've still got daylight left, like let's try and get to the shelter so that we don't mm-hmm. have to sleep in any storm like that. Mm-hmm. Um, coming around the lake, you will find sort of small dunes, not large, but small, large enough. You know, we're talking like on the order of inches that it does make your passage slow. Um, and you will find yourself having to make camp in the wide open How far at are night. We? We, uh, if we got any more light spells, we can cast. Uh, is... I still have it, yep. Yeah, like if we can uh, maybe use a light spell, we might be able to make it there in the dark. It's another few miles to the place, but you're going at this like slow rate because of the, the soft soil and sand underneath you that just like eats up all your energy as you step. There's, there's nothing to rebound with. Um, it is three nights before the full moon, so it's pretty bright out. If you wanted to force march this into the night, you could do it. Like, you've got the vision, there's, and there's nothing in the way to, like, block the the moonlight. Nothing in the way to confuse your path. Um, but then you would be arriving in the ruins late at night during the dark while you're exhausted. Well, if that's not a warning... I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't heard one. I don't know what it is. So yeah, okay. Let's uh, let's try and make a makeshift camp. I don't know what we can do in order to achieve that. Um, you know, I actually like, feel use like our we need backpacks to... to make like shelters against the sand. I I feel like we should go there. I don't think lay, like laying in the sand dune is going to be the best bet. Just this is where you're going to get attacked. I think by monsters, not in like ruins. I think you're more likely in the dunes. But if there's something there, there could be some sort of beast, undead, or some crazy stuff. Last time we saw a place like this, we got attacked by a revenant. Almost had my throat ripped out. If Mm. the White Prince or Hysteria had something to do with this. Have we seen any natural wildlife on this island? Like, is there any insects? No insects, no birds. I don't think we're going to get attacked in the night. 
I uh, appreciate it's a risk, but I, I think, yeah, I want to try and stack our backpacks against each other to make like a little wall mm -hmm. to maybe protect against the sand. And if the like sandstorm starts, maybe we can just like rotate around the bag wall to get on the right side of it from wherever the sand is coming or something. Okay. Will everyone make me constitution checks through the night? This count should have been 16, so it could have been a... I don't remember what it's called. An invoker. Yes. Those of you that fail will be at a minus one on your checks the next day. You wake up exhausted, dehydrated, um, like your head is beginning to hurt, and you know, like you've got that like mild headache that just stays with you the whole day. Um, all your checks are at minus one while you're in this um, sort of worn including out. Including Yes. Anytime you roll a d20, essentially. When I wake up and feel like shit, um, I'm going to use the I'm going to use a full healing solve on myself. Just on your I open like wounds. It, yeah, I just feel like you you wake up feeling that bad, like. Mm -hmm just gonna do it so I, I heal myself in nine yeah is, is, this of, is this the kind of fatigue that I could dispel with a spell the, there's only one way to find out he does he's ex, he's expressing to you like exhaustion and tiredness and you can see it in his eyes um if it's natural fatigue you should be able to dispel it if it's magical yeah. fatigue probably not well I say yeah. I like you know, I fuck I didn't sleep all night I'll, uh, I'll cast Wind Column. Oh, wait, no, actually. Mm. That might be useful in a sandstorm. To, like... Yeah, I'll get rid of protection from evil. I'll, like... Cast it into the uh, void. Cast... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then I'll take a Dispel Fatigue and then cast that on Captain Winters. Excellent. Uh, Captain Winters, you, you find your fatigue quickly slipping from you. Uh, and you are fine. No more penalties. Sail, this blessing is uh, marvelous. I feel like I had a perfect night's sleep. It's like, well, thank you. My God has our back. Uh, would you like me to accelerate your healing again, Captain? Yeah, please. Do, did I heal two HP last night, Neil? Accelerated healing was cast on you. It was a long day of walking, but it wasn't particularly strenuous. Yeah, you can get two HP for last night. That's fine. Cool. All right, I'm almost full. Yeah, I'll give, um, him, I'll give him another accelerate. Alright, I, I just realized I'm damaged too. Um, how much am I healing? You heal one a day. One a day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to 24. I should be fine. You got more health than me anyway. Uh, Nilrum, did you refresh Archie's I armor? did, I refreshed both of them, yeah. Great. Oh, it's a new day, cool. I can get rid of that spell then, thanks. Mm -hmm. We have four magic missiles now. Excellent. Okay. A couple um, hours later, you arrive <laughs> at the ruins of a curtain wall that must have wrapped around a town once upon a time. You can see that the distance from this uh, inlet here to the lake is not particularly far, and the wall stretches all the way from the lake to the inlet. It's maybe like a, a mile, so it's a, a good distance, but 
there's a, a you know the ruins of a curtain wall here tossed down the wall could have been who knows 30 feet high maybe in its heyday and now it's just like a, a 10 foot high pile of rubble broken down sometimes in your direction sometimes in the other direction sometimes just crushed and broken in both places there are the barren layout of a city str- of city streets before you some sort of wheel or spoke shaped um, town once resided here as you stand at the edge of the wall looking into the threshold or at the threshold of the wall looking into the town we will end our session for the day and come back next week inside the ruins of this unknown desolate town and that will wrap us up so congratulations everybody for surviving everything today we'll get you some experience next time you're back at base resting and relaxing and recuperating uh and before we go i'd like to we didn't really get to hear nick's opinion on the the dryads when they were there because he was unconscious so can we get a little bit of uh thoughts from you captain winters in character or out of character as you please whichever well i think like in character i just it's the whole thing sounds so unbelievable that he's just not really sure what to make of it. Mm. And I think he's kind of going along with this plan to go to the silence to just try and work out like what the hell happened because between the cult, people being dragged down into the sea, magical bears appearing with the eyes of swirling red vortexes, and then dryads turning up and sleeping the bears, like what the hell? Like that, any one of those individual like, things happening would be massively noteworthy in the life of John Winters. Never mind, like, all four happening within one night. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just doesn't make any sense. Um, no one's told him that he, I was almost dragged away to be the sex slave of the Dryads, right? No. Yeah, so, you know, I think if I knew that, I don't know, I don't know how I would feel about that. Maybe disappointed in a curious way, but probably grateful that I wasn't sold into slavery. Mm. Um, oh, we could have sold him. We could have we could have sold him for information on the fountain. The of fountain youth. of youth. That's what I thought you were gonna do. <laughs> no, that would have been a real dick move. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't really know what John would think of it. Um. It does in out character. Though, it seems kind of odd that dryads would turn up and save us at the last minute. Mm. I don't know. There's some chaotic shit going on. Mm. Okay. Well, that'll be it. Unless there's something someone else has to say. Use your Twitch, Twitch Primes. Prime. Patreon. Yeah. Subreddit. Mm. Patreon, subreddit. Questions on, this, on Koibu's subreddit. Oh, did we have questions, actually? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Mr. Mooton. In a couple weeks. Um, yes, we have... He's already in the queue for League. No, I just didn't know if we had any answered <laughs> these. I wasn't sure. Uh, for Mooton, does Nora miss his parents at all? Is he thankful for what they did for him? Does he want to try and visit them sometime soon? Um, no one probably doesn't think about his parents too much. I just think that they were people in his life who, you know, helped him out. Uh, but he probably doesn't view them as anything noteworthy, you know? They're just simple servants, so. I think Norm is, like, extremely self-centered and selfish and probably just doesn't since the parents have no impact on his life it's like why would they even cross his mind Norm felt bad for Winters and that's why he didn't send him to slavery because he Mm. was the one who did it so 
It's a very, uh, it's a humbling moment for Nilrim, though. It's probably the first time he's ever had a shred of human decency, I would imagine. Yeah. It was humbling, but he, yeah. you know, he had his moment with uh, Malchus at the end. He ate the eyeball and winked at him. He sees what he's yeah. doing, I think. Another backstory question for Sale. How much does he think about his brother and mother? Um, how committed is he to finding his family? Is that something he wants to ask Rohi for an aid of? Or has that fallen away because of his unholy mission and the new powers he has been granted? Um, Sale does not think very much about his family. Uh, he... And it might be down to the fact that making a pact with, with Rohi changed him. Um, but he still cares for his mother, but he never really got along with his brother. I think he is more focused on, well, for a long time it was survival, and now it's more like um, actually disrupting the White Prince and doing things of that nature and protecting, obviously, his crew, too. Mm -hmm. Last question. For Mooton, does Norm care if his actions will lead to negative consequences for the other players? <clears throat> for the party, do you fear Norm doing something that might one day get another player killed? Um, no one think about other people too much. Um, out of character, I don't want to get anybody else killed. I don't mind if Nilrim dies, but I'm not super keen on like getting John killed for Nilrim's dumb actions. Um, so I would feel bad if that happened. But in character, Nilrim doesn't really care. If Nilrim wants to know something, he'll do it, as I think showcased this episode. And then the party. Right. Well, that'll be it then. We will see you all next week with more Tides of Death. See you next week, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Next week. Bye bye. Adios.